Some of the content of Patriots Unfiltered may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. Uh, not everyone liked our show <laughs> yeah. last week, Eric. Preet from Indianapolis says, I won't read this, but screw you. He says, this podcast has become an absolute joke. Wow. Cover the effing team. What a joke. The only reason I listen is because you're the official team podcast, and I'm sure that's the only reason anyone listens to you mm. idiots. Do better, be better, clowns. <laughs> Every TV obviously has the highlights, and he's like, oh, turn that blank. Off, you know. I wish I had not played like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't stand it. And like, people think it's becoming. It's not. It's not. It's unbecoming. It's unbecoming. Daniel Craig was my all-time Bond favorite. People will like, oh, Sean Connery. You know, like the diehards, but. I think Roger Craig was better. Yeah. We talk about crazy things, yeah. especially in the offseason. Yeah. So screw you. Right. This is Patriots Unfiltered. Fueled by Duncan. Patriots Unfiltered. All right. Welcome to Patriots Unfiltered. It is Thursday here at Gillette Stadium. And uh, we're here for the next two hours. The gang is all here. And when I say gang, we have a lot of people in the studio today. Deuce is back from L.A. Deuce back. Has a triumphant return, would you say? Uh, I don't know if it was triumphant, but I'm back. Paul's back from Diet Miller Land. Paul? (laughs) You were on a a college tour, right? Yeah, so it was very serious. Yeah. No time to... Nah, nah, nah. I got a good story. I'll save it for later. Okay. Eric's here, as usual. Eric does not travel anymore, much to his chagrin. Hopefully next year. Next year. Hopefully next year. Well, it's starting now. Yeah. No, I got a plan for my trip. He's waiting for, like, I don't know. There has to be complete... No yeah, mask, mask mandate, mandate at all it whatsoever. It was lifted yesterday. Yeah, but the jackasses at the CDC, ooh, we're going to go in a peel. Okay. <laughs> Things going to run out in two weeks. Guy, it's <laughs> so a personal choice. If you want to wear a mask, exactly. <laughs> if you don't, exactly. don't. Right. you don't have to get mad at people. Exactly. Um, Why are you offending people? I was on a flight offended. yesterday. A lot of people had masks on. Oh, that, that's fine. It didn't bother me in the that's least. That's fine. Right. Why does it bother you? No, it bothers me that they're forcing us to wear okay. them. Okay. All right. All right. Exactly. I won't. I won't be told what I have to do. Exactly. And uh, tough guy. A, a new, uh, we hope regular addition to the show. Tamara Brown is here. And for those people who uh, watched the pre and post game show, you might have had a little bit of a introduction to you last season. But now you're going to be a regular uh, participant of the show, Tamara. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. You, you, you look that way. I'm so excited yeah. that I'm standing up right now. Yeah. Um, so um, Good job, we're going to get to know you a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What you've been doing, what you want to do and all that stuff and your takes and opinions. And I know you have them because I would stop down on Tuesdays and talk with you about what's going on in the NFL. So I know you have opinions. I just talked about Virginia Tech. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Anything Virginia Tech. College football yeah. was. Yes. Yeah. She's got Tamara, Tamara, to say. Tamara's a, a VT grad, right? Yes. Yeah. A hokey grad. But you've worked at Notre Dame. You've worked at the University of Miami. So you've been around. I wear many hats. Some days I'll say go Irish. Some days I will say go Hokies. Other days maybe go Canes. We'll see. Do you ever say go Patriots? (laughs) (laughs) Now we're all all contractually (laughs) bound to that now. Yes. Go Patriots. All right. All right. So the gang's all here. Matt's in the booth. Um, so what's going on? What what do we got going on? Debo well, your Samuel. guy, yeah, he Debo. wants to. Yeah. Debo. So, okay, so everybody was talking about Debo Samuel yesterday. He wants out of the 49ers. He's asked to be traded. Here's my problem. I've said that I think he's probably the best football player in the NFL right now. Mm-hmm. 
But if the rumor is true that the reason he wants to be traded is he doesn't like the way he was used, right. he wants to be strictly a wide receiver, I got a problem with that. Because that's what made me fall in love with him right. is his versatility. And yeah. that's probably what they would fall in love with too. Right. Yeah. Oh, we're going to move you all around. He's yeah. like, how about I just stay outside at wide receiver the whole game? And uh, <laughs> Yeah. That, that's, that's not what that's, made you the all-pro right. player. I mean, like, I don't want him to be my running back, but I want him to be okay if These I guys. say, hey, line up in the backfield on this play. Yeah. I don't want a problem if that – if well, that happens. Well, I think I think ahead. he wants just not to be like 40% in the backfield. Fair. Like if it was like 15%, I think he could do that. Okay. All right. Are you speaking for him? Because I can't speak for him because according to his Twitter, he said nobody knows the real story except for him and right. his agent. Well, so. if that's the case, then I'm okay. <laughs> I'm okay. But if he's going to demand I'm just a wide receiver, then kind of, you know, some of the shine comes off of him. So, you know, I, I promised myself I've been away. Yeah. And I don't want to come back in hot. Cause oh, come I, on. I, you oh, stop it. I'm you know you will. I'm often accused of coming in hot. You will. So I, I want to try to say, are you guys telling me that you wouldn't be interested in D- Debo Samuel strictly as a wide receiver no, and big money? But he, I would. But Because but, I, I would. Okay. <laughs> at how much money? Because he, he wants at least $25 million. But I that's the care. going rate. I mean, he's, he's a tremendous that's player. That's the going no, rate. I know. Like, the top fact receiver. that he is a running back, too, doesn't, you know, that's not why I want him. Yeah. Like I want uh, him because he's a tremendous player with the ball in his hands. Right. If it, I don't have to hand it to him, well, I could throw it to him. But I want I want to be able to choose that, and I I, I just don't want someone coming in with those kind of demands. Like this is all I want to be. Well, know? I mean, yeah. I totally get it from his perspective. Like if he continues to play seasons like he did last year, he's not going to last. He's not going to last. No, I agree with that. And I he agree. knows that. Yeah. And then he sees the the salaries of where they're going for wide receivers, of which I think he is in that category. Yeah. Yeah. He's a young guy who's working his way into that group with with some of those special players. Now, maybe he's not Devontae Adams. Maybe he's not Stephon Diggs. But he he doesn't have to hold his head in shame around those guys. He's a really, really good but player. Are we being, like, just completely naive even thinking that he could come here? I think And that so. the Patriots oh, I, would be willing I, to give up? I never what? gave that a second no. of thought, so yeah. I'm not being naive. He's not yeah. coming here. Yeah. 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 It's a, no uh, anytime a great player like this becomes available you do the dance and there's a fair amount of people on social media that would literally trade the whole time the whole team just to get him well you know it's just not realistic here's how we know you always have these conversations where so should we blow the whole team up and everything for this one guy they're not here's how here's how we'll know for sure whether or not it's a possibility uh has matthew judon tweeted at him of course oh yeah oh then he's not coming well no listen Um, you know he's out yeah he's Um, he's done he wasn't Um, the only person that tweeted at him uh, mac wilson also did trent brown trent brown right right mac wilson's been here like two minutes yeah it's a group effort it's been pretty good this week come on who may or may not be part of the 2022 thing is that a new thing around the league with players recruiting, or is it just no, the Patriots? No, just us. It's just, just the just, Patriots? Just the Patriots. Just okay. the Patriots. No, the right. other teams don't have to do that. Uh, <laughs> they signed Well, there. so but but that's a good question. That kind of leads into it. Okay, so you don't think the Patriots would be willing to give up what it's going to take to get him? Will any team? Like, it's huge. Oh, We're I don't think it has anything to do with the compensation. I think it has to do with the salary. They ain't paying them. Well, no, I think it's both. I, I, like, I don't. No. Wait a minute. The, the Dolphins just shelled out $30 million a year for Hill. The Raiders just shelled out twenty-eight and a half for Adams. I mean, yes, a team certainly would be interested in that and would probably pay for and, it. And they That's gave and they gave up a bunch of draft picks as well. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah. So somebody, what, it's, like it's two first rounders. It's already so. happened twice this off season. Yeah. And what is like? 
I'm hearing also that like the thing that disrupted everything was this Christian Kirk contract. <laughs> right. It's right? all his fault. Like that was Kirk. <laughs> it's all your fault, <laughs> Kirk. <laughs> we weren't going to pay wide receivers anything until Christian Kirk. Yeah. yeah. So that disrupted everything. Well, like, what if it he's did, getting it? Right. Just, right. Yeah. Exacerbated it, it, it took, all. Every yeah. receiver said he's average at best, and he got that. Right. So I'm going to get more. And yeah. a lot of guys have gotten more. So my mm. my. Don't you blame know, Christian like Kirk. What I said, Con. Paul, you weren't on the show Tuesday, but what I said is, listen, I heard. if it's true that the Patriots are going to have all this money next year, then use your draft picks in the future, Pay, send whatever it, it takes to the 49ers to get them, and then next year use your money and fill in the team through free agency, you know? I agree with you. I like I, that. I personally will go after him because then it takes the pressure off trying to get a Jamison Williams at 21 in the draft next week. Um, so I would go after Debo Samuel now and then hopefully be able to use that pick on a guy like N'Kobe Dean if he's still available. I like N'Kobe Dean. I've started <laughs> wow. to look at linebackers. Yeah. I mean, I think you're going to have to I like give up kid, 21. I like the guy from Wyoming it. too, Muma. Yeah. He's, he's not bad. Yeah. 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 Muma. Or you could go with Walker. That's yeah. Mike Reese's favorite. That's Muma. also a good option, too. He's good. T- yeah, I can't figure out which one I like better, Dean or, or Quay Walker. But I like I, I think Dean. Dean. I yeah. like Dean. He seems super smart, mechan- mechanical engineering major. So, okay. I mean, you know he's really smart. So yeah. And his mom loves Bill Belichick. Yes, that's, I mean, that too. What more do you need? That too. <laughs> All right. I think, as he put it, she loves her some Bill Belichick. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> like, not, so, not so much the Patriots. She just likes Bill yeah. Belichick. I don't know. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of some kind of weird. And not to confuse her with Justin Bieber's mom because she doesn't love everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that. What about oh, that's what about a deep dive? That's what about dive. Uh, Kate, Katie's mom was on the sideline at the Celtics game yesterday, giving it to the ref. Yeah, oh, that was awesome. I uh, saw was that. Wasn't right. that awesome? Yeah, I watched basketball yesterday. I'm so excited to talk about it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was on the plane. I was like, I had. I'm like, Deuce, it oh, wasn't a win. I guess they I have a <laughs> three point line now. <laughs> the game's changed a lot since I, I watched since last, watched last about, lot watched the game. It's probably the first. This is like the show. I watched the basketball game in forever, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. You know. Your, your captive audience, you're on a plane, you're like, oh, two great, here we go. Two great playoff games. The, Bru- the it was Celtics, a lot of fun. Yeah, but how many games times has uh, Kevin Durant going to allow the Patriots to slap the ball out of his hands? Oh, they the were Patriots. all over. So sloppy. The Patriots. He credits the Patriots with that. Right. The Patriots <laughs> are slapping the ball I mean, out of I mean, his hands. I mean, the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, that's the only, the only thing in the D. back of my I think the Celtics are probably pretty close to being home free here. But the one thing that worries me is the Nets have played two awful games. Just like, sloppy. They have two superstars. And Durant played awful in both games, and Kyrie was a no-show in one of them. He played great in game one. So, Paul, everyone's saying, At some did the point Nets they give that away, well. or did the Celtics deserve to win? I think they deserve to win. Oh, the Celtics win. deserve no to win both games. They're in their heads. They they're out-hustling them, they and they're out thinking them. They yeah. played better down the stretch of both uh, games. Yeah. They yeah. deserve to win both games. But my point is the Nets played awful in both games and had a chance to win both on the road in an unbelievably raucous environment. That garden's been rocking these yeah. two games. It's yeah. cool. I, I mean, I so I'm still a little worried, but I think the Celtics are going to be. I okay. mean, I'm new to this basketball analysis, but I thought the Nets started out pretty well. Like oh, yesterday, yeah. like it was, they were on fire. I'm like, they're hitting everything. You know, they were getting turnovers early, and and then the, the Celtics just hung in there, kept fighting there. But they're until Durant so becomes Durant, they're not going to be. They're not going to win the series. Yeah, and he, you know he's going like four for nineteen. Which or one was he? Like, <laughs> is he good? All right, back He's to back really to football. <laughs> Before we get yelled at, we're talking about football. can't help it when Boston has two teams that are going to be in the postseason happening right now: Patriots and the Celtics, and also uh, the, oh, Bruins. the Bruins. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. That's I'm just right. kidding. You know what I was thinking though? Just to, to bring it back to Patriots was, um, you know, everybody's really hard on the sports teams here. 
But you see the environment at that Celtics game of just how much people love sports here. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what's cool about this city. Like, they're hard. They're hard on them. Like, I mean, I only usually see Celtics <laughs> through, like, a Felger and Maz, like, side side fire. Like, I'm, I'm listening just they're to not, tune in. People aren't hard on the Celtics. So, well, I'm saying earlier in the season I would, you know, catch – the only narrative I knew of the Celtics was what Felger and Mass kind of told me. So I would just be, oh, what are they? Oh, all right, that's where yeah. it's at. I would kind of listen to that. And then you see what team it is. But you, you just, they're hard on them, but people love sports here. And I think that's what's cool in the playoff atmosphere. You can see what the atmosphere's like here and how passionate people are. For as hard as they are on them, they uh, get behind it, 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 that's, them. That's the Bruins. I, I'm going to push they back. They kill the Bruins. Yeah, I'm yeah. going to push back a little bit on that. Yeah. They love sports as long as they're winning. Except for the Red Sox, they seem to have, you know, they were endearing during that 86-year drought. But we'll see what happens if the Patriots, you know, don't get back to, you know, annual playoff contention. I I, I, I think that Boston fans have other things, and they kind of drop their teams when they're not doing well. Yeah. Except well, that sounds, the, that sounds like L.A. teams. Well, yeah. yeah it yeah, does. Well, that, L.A., they, sure. they, they don't have They don't care until yeah. they're really good. Yeah. Then they care. Right. And then they don't care again. Yeah, it's... So we'll see it with the Patriots. We'll see. If I, 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 Fred, I think you're really not giving credit much to yeah, New I England think, fans. I think in there's general. a better fan base, a much better yeah, fan I mean, base here. Devontae Parker than said that where? today. In L.A. His press pretty oh, much. Oh, pretty, pretty, pretty much, much anywhere. anywhere. Okay, well, you want to compare? What did Parker to, say? Parker said today in his press conference he wanted to be traded here, obviously for the organization, but the fans. They're diehard fans. They come to every single game. I and, and so they do now. But like I remember when Larry Burr was playing, that place was sold out every game, and then. After that, let you know, and Len Bias died and all that, and you know, you could you could you know go for free to those games. I mean, it's television well, ratings well, went a, way down. But, I mean, but you're you're making a connection between the end of the Bird era and then all of a sudden it just collapsed. No, that took twenty years of incompetence to collapse. Well, it, it was the steady because, collapse because it, through the nineties, you know, and then when Reggie died, they yeah. were still a perennial playoff team in a deep playoff team at times. And they still had rabid followings. Then ML Card came in; they were championship driven. Yeah, and well, they fell off. And then Rick Pitino was a complete disaster, and it fell off, and no one went. But then they resurrected in the early two thousands. Jim O'Brien got them to the conference championship, and but then Danny Ainge came. Yeah, in, but the, the, and it's been back. It, I, I see all the teams have rabid followers, uh, but the question is, how many? And I think in t television ratings don't. Would argue with that, Paul. They well, they just television ratings aren't good for anything but the NFL. I I know, well, but, but I, I'm talking I mean, that's, a, that's a fact. I'm talking about relatively speaking. I mean, can you name a fan base of a losing team that is rabid all the time? Yeah, the I mean, Red Sox were, but the well, Celtics' I, television ratings right now are not great. Yeah, well, that's that's the the NFL's ratings are the only thing that are that are great. Yeah. I mean, any team that goes through a bad spell is going to see a decrease in fans no, and viewership. I know, but, but, but there's a there's a solid base of like people in this area love sports in general. I think that was Mike's point. But I they'll move. They'll right, move right, to Mike, what's the, as but, always. But they'll move to what is you know the sports du jour. Push you know back, what I mean? Push back. I, like except for the Red Sox during that like it was kind of like a, a badge of honor. Yeah. To be a Red right. Cubs a long, too. a long like, suffering, suffering Red Sox yeah. fan. I'm not sure that the other teams have that type of get here. you know. 
Anyway, <laughs> sorry, I derailed things a little yeah. bit there. Devontae Parker did speak today. He did. Yes, yeah. Tamara mentioned. And what did he have to say? Yeah, um, not much. She said not number much. eleven, not not set in stone. Evidently, yes. that was yeah. the pressing issue. With the pr- I was like <laughs> reading the tweets, I was like, this this. Uh, we got a really big smile out of him for that question. Uh, like he really. Please tell me you question. didn't ask well, it. No, I did not. It was my crease. It was my crease. I would have made fun of him earlier had I known. Hi, hi, Devante. How you doing? Just just wanted to ask you. Curious, <laughs> lighthearted. Yeah, he, uh, he commented. I love Mike. Kind of interesting asking about Chad O'Shea in 2019 being in Miami and a little bit of connection to the offense and said, you know, being able to move around a little bit. I think that's part of how they do things here. Um, First you know, impressions of Mac, too. Yeah, said it. You know, he's, he's got some zip on it. Yeah. There you go. Ask, yeah. It's, ask him it's about been his answered. Health. No. No. No, no. health questions. No. We asked him if he was wearing 11. No one asked the guy who's hurt every Are year. You? How we yeah. felt. Yeah, I think in passing, someone said, obviously, injuries have played a role, but but not how he is doing currently. But yep. said he's been running more on uh, training, so I guess that's See, a good sign. those are the kinds of questions I'd be interested yeah. in. Has he done anything differently? Yeah. Has he tried running? Know, Tried anything different over the years to, Jogging. to stay healthy? <laughs> Jogging. Because he's, he's had Soft hamstring tray. issues. Yeah. Like, Right. Chronic kind of hamstring problems. TB12, yeah. get him up to TB12. Yeah, yeah that was the one we thing he mentioned was he's running a lot more. I, I felt like he, in Tampa. I felt like he kind of kind of got stuck in that um, in the new Patriot thing where what's okay to say and what's not to, okay to say and you know what do you bring to the team and he kind of started along well, you know da- downfield threat and you know contested. I, I'm just trying to do what what you know be yeah. part of the team yeah. or whatever right. I can do. Job. Like it was like all of a sudden you could just see the shift where he started talking about him spell specifically what he can do, what his strengths are, and then all of a sudden it was a quick. I'm just trying to help the team in any way. Yeah, right, you can someone off camera going, yeah, <laughs> pointing at him. Ah. Cue cards. Switch okay. gears. Switch gears. But, uh, but yeah, not a, you know, a little bit of a dry guy. It doesn't yeah. seem like he's got a, a big personality like you I know, don't care. Just Kendrick play well. or something. Just, just play catch well. the ball. No, it's true. Get open and catch it. Yep. yep. It's true. Stay healthy. Stay healthy. <laughs> Stay healthy. Yes. Get open. Get open. Get catch open it. and Thank catch it. I don't even know if he needs to get open. Just go up and get it. You know, you can do that too, but. Um, but good addition. I mean, he's here, so that's that's good. I mean, I, I like seeing. Wow, just we really lowered the bar. He's well, here. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think. I mean, no, but he's here in OTAs. Yes, right. and as I opposed to some other wide receiver who may not be here. Harry Kill Harry. Oh, what? What? <laughs> oh, what? That's <laughs> just funny. Like, right, what do you want here? from the guy? We've just been killing him. He's not. It's is not Kill Harry. Not here. He's no. not here. No. He's not. Uh, somebody caught a picture, I guess, of him, like in a tropical island. Yeah, or like posting, like you know, something thankful for another twenty-four, mm-hmm. and not wasn't here. It looked like yeah. it might have been Arizona or something. It looked like maybe a desert, but uh, but no, I, I think just the fact that. The offensive pieces are are together here in April, starting to work right. together. It's you didn't even have Matt no, Jones it's yet. Good. You didn't like. I mean, they're just you know. I mean, the fact that Matt, you know, last year he was a rookie. Um, he didn't come on the team until after he's drafted, and then you're doing all this other. Now he's gotten a head start on things, and he's taken advantage of that. You love to see it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I mean, I think it's important, but it's funny, like getting away for a week and you know, kind of just being more in the national scene. It's just, it is. A bloodbath in the AFC. I mean, looking at the t- what the teams do. I mean, what, you know, turning to NFL Live or what. Just every week is just, and that's I think the thing with Mac for me and the offense and all this is just getting a bigger perspective. Is like they just have such a hard, a hard task. Like there's so many good teams, and you know, you can stack up all the different talent around around the AFC and the moves that have been made, but it's hard. It's just really hard for them. I, you know, and as much as I want them to be good and you know be the future here. That they're really going to have to, you know, find something special. I think to 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 do what they did last year and you know get into a playoff spot and win a bunch of games in the middle. It's 
it's not getting any easier at all. And I mean, that's why it's like, all right, I'm glad that the group is together and they know what they they know what they're up against because it's I, I just don't really ever remember a time. And maybe it's just because now we're kind of a middling team now and, and looking up at some teams and not looking down at as many as we used to. Uh, just kind of how overwhelming it is of, of how are you going to challenge these teams? I mean, and with Matt Groh, too, you know, talking about, you know, acknowledging the speed and, and the things around the league that have changed and and how much are they going to do? And I just think next next week is, is huge. Um, once I get over my jet lag, I think I'll start to get a little more excited. But it's it's a huge week. All right. Week. Well, that's today's show. He's going to more excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but that is interesting. You brought up Matt Groh, and uh, you guys weren't here uh you know, uh, Paul and Deuce, and we didn't hear from you, Tamara. Did you hear what Matt Groh said in in, in particular about what the wide receiver position in that you have to be aggressive, you can't expect it to come to you, you have to go get those guys that are playmakers. What did you take from that? Yeah, I mean, uh, duh. <laughs> you know, like, well, why haven't you? Well, what have you been doing the last couple of years? You know, it's it's I, it's just how have they ignored the draft? That that's since Nikhil, they haven't really made a big investment in the draft. And I think that that what you've seen, unless you're willing to trade a bunch of picks and pay a bunch of money, you've you've got to get those guys in the draft. And I think it's worth taking a shot on one every year. I mean, you confirm what we've talked about on the show of all the proliferation of seven on seven football and how these guys are coming in. And, and well, why haven't you tapped any of them then? I mean, you, you've had this offensive kind of problems for a few years. I mean, you know, even when you took Harry, you had to know, like, we need, we need talent on the outside. We're going to, we're not going to be able to continue with Edelman and Gronk and all that when that was coming in and end. So I, I like to hear him say it, but I think like you got to act in this draft and you've got to continue to build because I, don't, I think if they ignore the position again, I'm going to be annoyed. <laughs> you would, you, know? and I, would you rather, though, take a splash and just get Debo or take a chance in the draft? No. Because half of them in this draft, the good ones, all have torn ACLs or some sort of surgery. Sure. And, I mean, that's a risk you're going to take with anybody. But I think I, I'm at the point now where build with the draft. Get these guys under contract for four years on a rookie deal. you got Mac Jones for four more years potentially. Get somebody that can stay with him and continue that continuity. I like that everybody's working together right now. I don't want to go out and all right, let's blow. I mean, it may sure on paper you could say we go get Debo. It's it's a great addition. I mean, he, will he help? Absolutely. Would he change? Absolutely. But you know, at what cost and for how long? And you know, I just well, you'd I have to sign him. Yeah. Yep. And he'd be around. No, for I mean, as long I wouldn't. Mac, no, I would. I'm serious. I wouldn't make that trade without signing. Him. Exactly. I'm with Tamara, like you can sign him to a five year contract, and now you have your thing with right. him and Mac. Mm-hmm. I, that would be my preference yeah. to answer your yeah. question. That that's my preference too, because I think I'm looking at the draft board and the wide receivers available. The really good ones, a lot of them are coming off a torn ACL or some sort of core surgery that they just had, and yeah. you didn't get to see them at pro day or the combine. So it's like, are they going to be the same dynamic, explosive player that they were in college? And plus, or, we know Debo's good. Yes, a lot yes. of these and guys. I know, right, I know what, and I know there's something about Debo that Bill really likes. That's mm-hmm. why I'm more like I feel like he was close to being a Patriot at the draft. Mm-hmm. And I know that we say that about all the good players. All the guys that that work out around the league were almost Patriots at the draft. And I know that we tend to look at through Patriot-centric glasses. But right. I do feel like there was a connection there what, with that meeting what, and that he, was, when was he, he left. Was he the guy that there was a rumor that Bill was a little upset of, that he was too open with his visit? When he left, he, he took a picture of the front and said, I'll, be, I'll see you in a month or oh, something like right. that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, He's yeah. out. No, nope. yeah. the word was that that would, <laughs> that would be something. I don't think Bill ever said anything no. publicly. No, 
the word was that was something that they probably wouldn't like. Right. And I don't know if they didn't like that or not. They might they might have loved it for all I know. Listen, guy. Oh, God forbid the guy's enthusiastic about being here. Correct. <laughs> you know. Like he took a picture, mm. but unless they unless he walked out the door and they said don't take pictures, and then yeah. he turned around and took one. Now yeah, that that would like, be yeah. that would be different. But right. I say, you know, to <clears throat> to Tamara's point, you know, he he was a second round guy. You know, like I that's what I mean, Paul. Like, take a chance on one of these guys in the second round like that. You know, you don't Traylon have to Burks. love him. I um, might be gone. That's my guy. You know, he's, he's probably actually, he's probably a twenty one. Yeah. Traylon Burks is actually being compared to Debo on what he can do. Yeah, I mean, he's a little like, bigger like a guy. Big yeah. Debo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. big uh, Debo. You know, and, and people <laughs> get like people yeah. get the hairy uh, jitters with him because he's because he's big. I love him. Um, I like Traylon Burks, but you know, Christian Watson. There, there are other guys that have potential. Uh, you know that you can get in day two, that you can slide in, let them work out. You know, where's Dotson? Uh, Somewhere down go. there, day two as yeah. well, right? Yeah, John Low Dotson, one, day two. I, 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 with Mike, I think the last like four or five drafts, and I did this for one of my notes columns during the season. But there's an incredible amount of day two receivers, and even day three receivers that have really made a mark. And this receiver class is not supposedly as deep as say the previous three or four years but i think you can find a guy somewhere that should be able to produce right away and i'm i'm with mike a little bit in the fact that i can't understand why bill has neglected it in the draft and i know a lot of people this this is funny the way it's gone you know it's starting with that florio piece that you talked about last week before we left mike like out of nowhere like it, it's time to say it it's time to say the bill <laughs> bill has a blind spot he can't draft wide receivers well and then and then you see all of the the wall defenders tell you how few wide receivers the Patriots have actually I mean, selected. Matthew, in the it's true. Matthew I, Slater, see, right? I can understand last year not taking a wide receiver in the first couple rounds because you spent all that money on Aguilar yeah. and Bourne and two tight ends. And, you know, so, you know, I can understand. You needed the quarterback. You knew one of the first two picks was going to be a quarterback. And then Barmore, you know, you fell in love with him. And so I can understand them not taking wide last year. You know, but then prior years, you know, that's that's an issue. But we'll see. I, you yeah. know, it seems like one of the things I was struck by the, and I, we've talked about it, the video that was on Patriots.com about the scouting department is the youth in there. You know, Patricia's got experience, obviously. He's in personnel and Bill. But all these guys like Marshall Oyam and, and Matt Groh and uh, Ziegler, they're, they're relatively young guys. And I like that, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, I mean... I also think this is, a, and I have to like verbalize this. Not Ziegler, I, I mean Wolf. I, I'm sorry. Are there other people out there that like don't really want someone else's star? You want to get your own star and develop them there and have it be your guy? Like I don't know if that's kind of a weird thing that you know I have a little bit of just like Debo's great, but I want to find our Debo. You don't know how it works. Oh, it's very simple to get past that. How? Bill is actually the guy who discovered Debo. <laughs> he's been ours all along. Right, he's been ours all along. Just like Ray Lewis. Come home. Just like Come Ray, home, Lu- Ray Lewis was a part of Belichick. Don't you get <laughs> well, it? Don't you understand how it works? I mean, when you do, when when you look at purely money, though, there is something to be said about drafting the guy. So at sure. least you get your four years, or if he's a first rounder, five years of manageable money before you really have to, you know, back up the Brinks truck. Yeah. You know. Yeah. No, I, I mean I get that from Robert's perspective. I don't. It's not my money. I don't care. About right. Like, right. I, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't. I mean, I get it. Like Robert has a budget. I get that. But like, I I'll pay for great players any day, any day. Yeah, I. You know how I love Debo. 
But if I, I had mean, my if I had my choice of a Debo production on a rookie contract or a paying Debo production, of course I'll take the rookie contract. But yeah, what are the chances the rookie is going to be Debo? Right, right. And what are the and, and if you get that guy, you're going to have to pay him if you want to keep eventually. Him. So you will you will have you know, to pay. You him will eventually. come to that eventually. Yeah. But I just think the long term at that position is is far from set with just Bourne and you know potentially Parker being under contract next year. So. It's just a, it's a long-term question, and I think there's so many guys that you could – there's so many guys that they could sl- select on day two or three, and you could mm-hmm. run right down the mm-hmm. list, and I wouldn't kick any of them out of bed. Like, I'll take any of them. Any one of those guys would come in we and bring some – a little loose. Deuce wants to sleep with them now? <laughs> but any one of those guys would be exciting. I mean, and, and that's and there's a number – I mean, there's probably ten, ten names that you could list off day two, day three. Oh, Wow, that guy's going to bring a little juice to to the to the slot. That guy's going to have you know some size and some speed to the outside. Or you know Christian Watson. Wow, wh- wh- what's he going to do? Get him into a system. He's and big and yeah. I Christian circled, Watson. I circled intriguing. him. Uh, one of the things I found with him is he doesn't always catch the ball cleanly. Mm-hmm. You know, like he kind of you yeah. know yeah, but. Kirsch not sold on the hands. <laughs> no, I liked Watson. I circled but him. Burks. Yeah. I mean, I like talking about Burke. Burks probably twenty one, but but him like. I know, and there'll be certainly people who are like, "That's the next Harry. We're screwed." Um, but I think he—he he is not the next Harry. I feel like he takes part in like <laughs> chats online that. He's got strong. Did you just yeah. say I'm that? Not, right. Did Paul just say that? Yeah. Like the captain of like, guess what I saw on Twitter today? Like, where right. did you find that, Paul? Oh, there were people. There were people saying it. <laughs> I, just oh, wi- I, I just wish his jet lag would I show you where I found it. Paul has Paul has like chat groups coming up. Like I know. Like where is the negativity over the Patriots draft picks when they make them? I, I, now I, I'll tell you, there's plenty of negativity over Harry now. Yeah, yeah, yeah not yeah. at the time. But there yeah. weren't people well, at the time saying, eh, yeah, I guess he stinks." I, I speak for myself there. Well, uh, Eldred, Eldred <laughs> yeah. hates every receiver <laughs> that the Patriots take. Yeah. If if he's on another team, he loves them. I, he I he just swerved off the highway. He's gonna. Call I know. Calling about Burke. Well, I agree with you. Calling about Burke because <laughs> I'd be curious about him. I think you know you watch him versus Alabama, and he's got like a 60-yard touchdown where he just pulls away from everybody. But um, you know, so if they took a guy like that. Wow, you know, you've got size, you've got a, a, a piece kind of like Debo that you can move around a little bit, like Tamara said. You know, that that some kind of element that comes in, it's just a little extra juice behind the scenes of, all right, we got some veterans in place that are going to at least teach this guy how to get in, how to do it. Um, you know, because even when you think of Harry when he got here, I mean, how many, how, what was the room like then? I mean, I think it was Edelman, where there were, you know, a lot of guys that, that have been around, I don't know, um, but... I just think there's a lot you can th- the, that you can the do. The preseason injury to Harry killed yeah. him because that completely takes him off of Brady's radar. And while he's spending half of the season just trying to get physically up to speed, he's not really getting the reps yeah. mm. that he needs to get. That you, you know think, that put him behind. Do you think that could kill a guy like the Jamesons, the Mechies of the world, who are also going to come? I think no, it's something diff- to think about. The, the difference about. there would be that he mm-hmm. is not inheriting. Like if Brady were here, I would say yes, mm-hmm. that's going to really hurt a guy like that because he's going to Brady's going to have him completely off the radar because he's not going to be able to work with him. But I think with a guy like Mac, especially with with Mechie, who yeah. he actually played with, and he knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would be less of an obstacle. I, I and I also think. Some of these guys, I think um, our buddy uh, Burt Breer wrote about this this week, about um, the, lineman from, the lineman from the Eagles, Dickerson, um, who Landon had the Dickerson. torn ACL, yeah. and a lot of people didn't know where he was going to – he ended up, like, playing 13 games. So And I understand – Some's the perspective, bit the old perspective of the ACL little, injury that you're gone right, for a year. a little different right. with an offensive lineman. A little different lineman, for an offensive lineman. But, but yeah. if he could play half the year – 
and you know, like I said, you know, a guy like Mechie has some comfort level there already with Mac. You know, that that wouldn't be. Yeah. Do you think that's overrated? Do you think we're making too much of that? I, I, that was something. I, no, no, no. Of, of Mechie, like because he played a couple yeah. years. Like you know, I, I know everyone's on that just because they were together once, but it's it's also like, but there's other guys who might be better, and that will make like that he might not have played with Mac for a couple years, but he's a I better player. I think it's player. a mixture of yeah. they've you know? already played together, and Belichick likes to draft Bama players. Sure, sure. I I think the bigger reason <clears throat> that a lot of people are talking about it is because of how well it worked with Waddle and Tua, mm-hmm. and you know the Chase, the Chase and Burrow and, mm-hmm. and some of the other right. It, the, the league is such a copycat. Such cap. a copycat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no. oh, that works. If it's broke, don't fix yeah. it. Yeah. But I, even even Devontae Smith I can give you, I can give you an even longer list of guys that worked out that didn't play together. Yeah. You know, so it's, Most guess, of them don't. I guess right. in college. Just right. specific to Mechie, I guess my thing with him is I feel like he kind of is what he is in, in a good way. But also I don't really see his ceiling as something that, like, you know, Watson might have. And that, it might be a little bit more of a, of a chance on a small school guy. But – um, I don't know. There's just certain names that continue to pop up. Paul O.K. just ran out of here. Yeah. Uh, no, he's he going to get himself a uh, little beverage. Yeah. Eric, oh, okay. this beverage. conversation reminds me of um, our conversation with Robert Kraft at the owners' meetings about how he wasn't concerned that the Patriots haven't made a huge splash in the offseason because of the gems that can be found in the draft. Yeah. Yeah, you I gotta mean, find them. You, but you, but he emphasized you have to draft yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's mm-hmm. said that now two years in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think the the message is clear, you know. When we we can we can think that from the outside, but when it's you hear it from the inside, it carries a little bit more, yeah, a little I, bit more weight. I so. thought there was some of that with Grow too, of 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 what he was saying. And mm-hmm. again, to go back to some of the stuff, like, are you sure you should be saying that right now? There was a couple with, with Grow, a little bit on, on that mm-hmm. call too. Um, but but I you know I, I I go back to something I said too. I mean, I think Bill gave Matt Grow a lot of credit for the draft last year. So I mean, I think he needs. To do that again, you know, so I'm, I'm hopeful that if they have another draft where you come out of it where, you know, of course, with Mac quarterback, the excitement was palpable there Friday morning when, when you know, we came back and Mac's coming here and we got a quarterback. Uh, if they can just get a touch of that kind of energy of, oh, OK, we got a couple guys. The problem is, is that the other teams are going to get those guys too. So you know, it's it's yeah. it, it always you always forget well, you fall in love with I someone mean, like Traylon Burks and, and then he goes to the Jets year, and you're like, Wait. last year we're at 15. Now you're six picks behind that. You know, which is significant. And teams yeah. with multiple picks in front of you, how does that all yeah. play out? Right. I mean, I think the quarterback situation is is something to watch because that could really you know help push some guys down to them. Um, but we were you know we were talking upstairs a little bit about draft, and I just. Yeah, but they need a cornerback, too. Yeah, That's the yes. problem. I, I kind of look at the quarterback thing, and a lot of people have talked about it like Mike just did. I look at it a little bit of the opposite. Yeah, it'd be great if three or four quarterbacks get taken. But the class is so bad, it's unlikely to happen. Right. I know. I agree with mm-hmm. that. That's why I want to see, is anybody willing? Oh, I think How much are people willing to take a shot on Kenny Pickett? How I, much do you like Kenny Pickett? Well, I yeah. think it's more likely that there'll be a run on cornerbacks and the Patriots will miss out on mm. one of those guys. Yeah. I think this is going to be the most unpredictable first round we've we've seen. Yeah, it's all over the place. Yeah, in it terms really of is. picks, trades, yep. movement, it just yep. uh, nobody's. There's no consensus on anything. Did yeah, including the top pick. Get food? Are you hungry? No, I'm okay. You sure? Yeah, I, I didn't want to leave you out. Well, too late. <laughs> yeah. Okay. First of all, it was too late for you. I did ask. Okay. Yeah, he did all right. Ask. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, eight five five. You ask after the food arrives. No, I, just, I don't like <laughs> I don't like eating in front of people. You know, no, if, unless it's Eric. 
Because <laughs> what I got, eat, he doesn't eat, so it doesn't carrot, matter. He's got his carrots, don't worry. Yeah. It's an apple juice. 855-PATS-500 uh, is the Ace Ticket Hotline, 855-PATS-500, webradio at patriots.com is the email address. Um, let's, uh, let's see what's going on on the phones. We'll start with Patty and Agawam. What's up, Patty? Fred? Yes? For Tuesday, you're dead to me. I'm dead to you. Why? Oh. How dare you say that Coke is better than Pepsi? Pepsi pays my bill. Uh, uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm, man. I'm, if, you, I'm if you're gonna if you're gonna drink one of those types of beverages, it's Coke. Nah. Yep. And you're I wrong. know that we're a Pepsi no, house. You're wrong. Yeah. Pepsi's far superior. I don't drink soda, yep. but if I did, I would. Is Pepsi okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> yep. I don't always drink soda. Pepsi's, when I do, Pepsi's for kids. <laughs> do you have a Do you have a uh, opinion on that, Tamara? Coke or Pepsi? Um, personally, I don't like dark soda. Okay. Um, I like Sprite. Sprite is my favorite. Uh, Sprite, okay. lemon lime. Sprite to Coke but let's product. expand yeah. upon that. And you go now. You got to get Sierra Mist. How do you feel about that Pepsi Ew. family? Ew, I don't like Sierra Mist. See, I don't Seven love. Si- I don't love no. Sierra Mist. Really? No. They I like Seven Sprite. Up the same. Really? Seven Up Sprite. Sierra so Mist. They're we, all kind of the if same. If we did a blind taste test, slice, you would be able to tell the difference. No, that's what I'm saying. They all Are taste you, the same. Okay. To him. I, Wait. Think, I think I would be so able to tell the difference. Sprite, Sierra Mist, and Seven, seven Up taste completely different. I would yeah, be able exactly. to tell the difference. I yeah. think I could do that one. Yeah. Really? I think I smell an I think we have an off-season test. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. A taste test of a soda, soda off. Yeah. A soda, a soda off. off. <laughs> I like it. I, I, I always, I've been Dr. waiting Pepper. for the, the Bud Light, Coors Light, Miller Light challenge myself. I, I could do that. You could? There's no way I could. I'd at least get Coors Light. I could pick out Miller Light between anything else because that's my brand, too. Uh, but, Freddie, I want to kind of piggyback off of something you did say on Tuesday, and that's if, if we're able to hit on at least three guys, I mean, that that could be a home run. I think we could that's be in awesome. pretty good shape, too. And um, I do have a list of three guys that I would like to see and take and, and hopefully hit on. Yeah. And um, it's, it's realistic. I don't think it's unrealistic that we can get all three of these guys and that they turn out to be good players. Okay. Now, last year coming in, we knew that we needed a quarterback, you know, I know there was reports about wide receiver. I, I hate to say it, fans, but our biggest position in need is interior offensive line. My number one guy is Dion Johnson. My number two guy would be Kyler Gordon. And number three, John Mechie. Deuce, I'd put a lot of stock into him having rapport with Mac just because, Eric, you discussed on Tuesday, yeah, you could draft somebody and they could develop a rapport, but you have guys on your team that already have at least a year of rapport with Mac. Why not bring somebody in that that you don't have to like change the system around a lot? That he already knows what what Mac is like and how he likes to play. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what if he doesn't like it? Well, I, mean, I guess then then he's going to be a bust. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> doesn't mean Mechie's going to be a bust. <laughs> Maybe Mechie doesn't like the way Mac Jones play. I mean, I, I'm just making that up. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I kind of with Fred on that. There's a lot of college guys that go to play with yeah different teams that develop just fine yeah, yeah i'm not i'm not so hung up on that i really am i, I just I, think it's give me a good player. i just think it's an interesting layer yeah. to the situation yeah, yeah. because I, of thanks, it, patty like the amount that it's happened recently yeah, yeah and i and i like mechie i just i feel like i'd want to swing for the fences a little bit i want yeah, a I guy that I has a little mechie. bit of, of i i i I like them, but I just think they're going to be together for four years. He's going to catch up. They're professionals now. They're going to catch just, up to whatever experience they have together. And I just know that Cousin Patty is right. They're going to take Zion Johnson in the first round, like hey. a guard in the first round. I'm going to throw up. Mm. Uh, Todd's in North Carolina. Hey, Todd. 
Hey guys, I just want to say that was yeoman's work where for you two uh, taking care of us those couple days. I really appreciated you guys. Well, thank you. Uh, I really appreciate uh, Tamara bringing some physicality and athleticism back to the show. That's good. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, my big thing is I was talking to some people, and they don't seem to think that any of uh, Bill's draft picks were involved in the first. Like, I know the very first Super Bowl, it was mainly he took the team over. But uh, the next two, the second and third day one, I thought that he had some guys on there. Wasn't wasn't Will Fork on one? And, um, oh. Sure. The guy that's going to go into Rich, did, did Richard Seymour. Richard Seymour started Seymour, yeah, on the first one. Yeah, and the third one. First, first one. one and the third first one. one. Yeah, and the second and, one and the okay. second one. Right, Matt Light. <laughs> okay, yeah, I was just I was in a in a little bit of a heated debate because uh, no, the first the first part of the dynasty was largely a nucleus of holdover players. I mean, that's fact. Okay. I mean, yeah. You can't you can't escape that. But Richard Seymour, Matt Light, mm. Ty Warren. Um, Eugene Wilson, Asante Samuel, Tom Vince Wilfork, yeah. Daniel Graham. These guys were all draft picks. They were right. all parts of those, you know, either one, two, or all three of those three championships. Am I wrong, am I wrong on that? Is no, that, you're right. They carried Tom Brady, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like we're... The, the, I mean, he's never drafted a single good player in 22 years. I don't even know how he's done it. Like, he goes yeah. into this, this like, deep, dark web. Deuce, I just wish no, your your uh, uh, jet lag would wear off them, and you could bring some energy to the show. Sorry. I'm looking I'm forward to punchy. that ne- I'm next punchy. week. Because they can draft corners. I don't think they can really hit on receivers. There's ton in them. Wait, Wait until late. What about the second shots. round corners? They've had some misses. Terrence Wheatley, Tons. Jonathan Wilhite, Rosie Dowling, Duke Dawson, Juwan Williams. Second round, first round. This is for so if they just he, he marked it, but there's, like, <laughs> there's a million of them. There's like six guys they took no, in the second round, and none of them could play. Yeah. Well, just wait. Yeah. If you get they first get undrafted ones, just get an undrafted one, and it will of course work. Are you getting on an airplane, what, Todd? What's going on over there? Getting out of his car. Oh, getting out of his car. Okay. All right. Thanks for the call. <laughs> People are calling on the run. They're like doing errands and calling the show, and it's got to get it in. Hey, yeah, got to get call in while you can. Uh, Christian's in L.A. What's up, Christian? Christian Kirk. Oh, I didn't see you while I was there. Christian, Christian. thanks for blowing up the wide receiver. Christian, are you there? Calling Christian. No, he's not there. <laughs> I didn't appreciate what you guys had to say about my contract <laughs> with the Jaguars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, they offered it. I'm going to take it. Okay. All right. <laughs> what do you want? Uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, lots of emails coming in. So read some. We will when we come back right after this. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact... It takes a leap of faith, a belief in what you're striving toward, and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. 
We are patriots. And our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. Patriot Place is the region's number one shopping, dining, and entertainment destination. Shop your favorites, including Vineyard Vines, Express, Olympia Sports, Petco, and more. Enjoy dining at one of our 19 restaurants, including Six String Grill and Stage, Scorpion Bar, and Bar Louie. And don't forget about the entertainment. Explore your inner artist at Muse Paint Bar, watch a movie at Showcase Cinema Deluxe, or grab a controller and start gaming at Helix Esports. For a complete directory listing, please visit patriot-place.com. 
The ruling on the field stands. We deliver jerseys, funny foam fingers, and everything you need for the game. But what you really get is so much more. FedEx delivery. Game day spirit. What we deliver by delivering. Some people are never content with simply being good. Not when they can be great. But it takes a big step to get there. In fact, it takes a leap of faith. A belief in what you're striving toward and a willingness to make the commitment, day in and day out, to something bigger than yourself. Putnam is proud to partner with those who share their own commitment to performance excellence. This is Matt Light for Putnam Investments, a world of investing. We are patriots, and our standards are a little different. We don't just carry the hopes of a city, but the hopes of an entire region. For us, no uphill battle is ever too high to climb. And our favorite ring is the next one. Our job isn't done until the final down is played. And everyone knows we gave it our all. We the fans march forward with the power to do what it takes. Just like we've done time and time again. We are the home field advantage. Bank of America is proud to be the official bank of the New England Patriots and stand with them as they defy the odds. Copyright 2020, Bank of America Corporation. How did Verizon build the fastest 5G in the world? We started by building it right with 5G Ultra Wideband. Then we gave it massive capacity and near zero lag. And it's not just fast, it's 25 times faster than today's 4G networks. This is 5G built right from the network more people rely on, only on Verizon. 5G Ultra Wideband available only in parts of select cities. Global claim based on open signal independent analysis. 25 times analysis by Ookla's Speed Test Intelligence data Q2 2020. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes like Serena Williams, Brooks Kepka, and Alex Morgan. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take time to enjoy themselves, like getting together with friends over a Michelob Ultra, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. AB Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. There's no season better than football season. And there's no better place to get in on all of the action than with DraftKings, the official daily fantasy sports partner of the New England Patriots. To add to the thrill, DraftKings has millions of dollars in prizes up for grabs every week. So head to the app now and check it out. If you haven't tried it yet, fantasy football is easy to play. Just pick nine players, stay under the salary cap, and pile up points for yards, touchdowns, receptions, and so much more. There's no better way to put your football knowledge to the test than to compete for a shot at $1 million in total prizes. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week. That's promo code PATS to get a shot at millions of dollars in total prizes every week, only at DraftKings. 
Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. Want to get into the game? Get coached up at Dean College. Equipped with exclusive academic partnerships featuring the Patriots, Revolution, Providence Bruins, Summer Baseball, and more, our classrooms are set up for success by learning directly from the pros. Dean College has programs in communications, sports management, business, and marketing with unprecedented hands-on experiences. Our students take what they learn in the classroom and put it right to work in the marketplace. At Dean College, our students don't just play games, we run them. Visit us at dean.edu. And now, great moments in history. I'm going to push back here on everybody. What, what, what does everybody have against Robbie Anderson? Uh, he's never made an important catch in his career. Like against exactly. us, he's done well. When? Oh, I oh remember boy. games. Here we go. Andy Isabella, don't part two. Me, don't make me go to my phone. <laughs> oh, go. Deuce. You have a computer there. <laughs> you want to know the answer to this. He's a thoroughly average player who yeah. is. He's like a David Gibbons type, isn't he? Yeah, I have no interest in David Gibbons right now. Either. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right now. No, but, yeah. They need a number one receiver. David Gibbons isn't that. No, and I don't think Robbie Anderson is either. No. no. But they That's have, why I'm not interested. Okay. They have I got three of, of those. But yeah. he's not going to get number one money, is he? Of course he is. You think so? That's what he makes. Why do you think he's on the block? Okay. So you guys want to hear about uh, Thanks Robbie for the Anderson? Kind words, oh, 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 yeah. oh, please do, oh, yeah. because I have the prolific please. career. Uh, there was one reasonably good game. <laughs> there was one reasonably good game uh, where he was targeted 12 times and had had four catches for 76 <laughs> yards. That is the apex. Ready, ready, here we go. Uh, two for 34, none for none, one for two, three for 24, three for 11, one for 10, and one for two. He is 0-9 career against the Patriots. Man. He, uh, okay. He's had... <laughs> Maybe I'm thinking of Wayne Krabet. <laughs> That's another great moment from... All right, back here in Patriots Unfiltered, 855-PASS-500 is the Ace Ticket Hotline. Web radio at Patriots.com is the email address. Spee and Fresno writes in, strange day in PU land when Paul is defending Patriots fans. But anyway, welcome Tamara. I hope you're good at accents, impressions, and spelling. What is your favorite Patriots-related memory and why? <clears throat> In, wow. in all your many years. I think, I think she'd have to go back <laughs> to like, last year. This morning when Devontae Parker said that thing about the fans. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've only been here since July. Not even um, a year, huh? No, not even a year yet. Wow. Um, You've had a lot of good interviews, though. You've talked to a lot of the different folks, right? Yeah. Not like you in the, the TV show. No, they don't. No. Yeah. Well, you know, talking to people at the combine. That's uh, off the record. <laughs> off the record. Um, I would say my favorite interview, definitely Kendrick Bourne. Um, I would agree with David Andrews to say that he is the Energizer Bunny. Ener- Energizer Bunny. But favorite moment, um, I would have to say the Patriots winning streak. Like That was just a really fun stretch of games to be doing, especially for our PUTV. Like, it was great. We had plenty to talk about. Yeah. And then we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was good while it lasted. <laughs> Hopefully we can get you some more memories. Yeah. 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 yeah that, instead, you know, that winning streak, like, we look at uh, 20 years of what we've been through and yeah. this, this poor She's person here over less here. Than a year. I know. I know. Oh. Like, so how about this? What's your favorite memory mm-hmm. in, fu- you know, working for Notre Dame, Miami? Like, was there something, like, that stood out there? Because I know neither one of those teams won a national championship or anything, but, like, anything that happened there that was, like, wow, that was a great experience. Um, the Notre Dame women's basketball team winning the national championship. Oh, okay. So you, <laughs> you weren't just football there. Yeah, yeah. everything oh, okay. there. Um, so Muffet McGraw getting her second national championship was amazing, and the fact that it happened, like, 
the same day, I think, like uh, two decades later was crazy. Um, and so that was cool. Um, going to the Frozen Four in Minnesota was amazing with the hockey team. That was great. Um, football wise, I was there with Brian Kelly, like his like rough season where they were like three and eight. So that was rough. Next year they went to play LSU before they won the national championship. So that was kind of cool too. Yeah, that's where um, he got his accent probably. He picked yes, it up while that was one there. time yeah, right. we like, played LSU in the Citrus Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as accents go, I, I've heard <laughs> that I have a little bit of a southern accent because I'm from Virginia. So that might come out a little bit when I say y'all. Yeah, Maybe. Yeah. What I about like hear, stupid? Lot, what about stupid impression accents? Because that's, 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 that's more. That's more of our. When, when 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 on this show when they refer to accents, yeah. it's people giving an impression of an accent. So we yeah. had an accent off Eric yeah. and I because mm-hmm. Eric, you know, he's a yeah. traveler. So a bon vivant. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to work on that. So I challenged him to bit. an accent off, and people randomly said, "Okay, Germany." And we had to come up with a German accent. Yeah. Then I was a little girl in Dusseldorf. <laughs> That's I an example. I feel like I'm going to be pretty bad at this. Well, okay. just so you know, the fact that your eyes just got wide <laughs> is the appropriate response. <laughs> because I know what you were immediately thinking. Yeah. This can't be good. It's 2022. <laughs> I don't really want to be involved in that. <laughs> and you are correct, Tamara. That is why you yeah. will have a yeah. long and prosperous career, whereas Fred and I are on the way out. <laughs> what, what, what was the last one we had? Uh, an off. What was the off that we impression. had? Impression. Yeah. Oh, no, the impression off. Yeah. yeah. Now that we, was different. That was right. like we, we got to imitate. No, somebody. We mean no offense. Right. Yeah. You have to do like you know Clint Eastwood or yeah. you know yeah. famous right. people. Right. Yeah. I feel like this is y'all's um, version of charades. Well, uh, pretty it, much. No. See what happens is Eric, <laughs> Eric Eric likes to fashion himself as an expert in a lot of areas. That's no, not. The, and then I challenge him on that. <laughs> no, I say okay. Because did you know that he was a stand-up comedian at one time? I did it for a little while. Yeah, I, w- I didn't make a living off of it, but I did it for about a year hey, after college. You got out there and did it. I think that's right. that's it pretty is. cool. It right. is. It, it's. Ho- I wouldn't have the and, nerve and the, to and, do that. And just they don't ask you back oh, I if you're not good. I wouldn't yeah, have the nerve to saying. do that. I did it for about a year. Oh, yeah. all right. And yeah. I also think it's one of the hardest things to do in entertainment. I'll, I'll tell you some, a funny story. When I kind of like maybe in my f- second or third year here with the organization, you know. Uh, the crafts liked me, you know, and they uh, really, really liked yeah, me. Yeah, so I got invited not just to the, you know, the craft, the uh, Patriots Christmas party, but ah. I got invited to the IFP International Force Products Christmas party. Is that the big one? And so <laughs> they decided, like, without telling Robert, they cut down trees. Like they had me, like, kind of be the host of it. <laughs> so, oh, the so, master of ceremonies! So, so I got up there and I roasted Robert. <laughs> oh, no. oh my god! And you know, like. Like yeah. made fun of him and the whole know. room was just like uh, dead silent. No, silent. People, people were laughing. Oh. And then after we goes, you think you're funny? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> did you know you were going to be hosting it, or did you think you were going like as like, a guest? Like and a they're like, no, you're you're the host. No, Get up cu- there. No, a couple days in advance, I like yeah. I was told, and I you're said right? okay. Yeah. And I had some jokes about you know him and Myra and how Myra. Did the you boss. plan the jokes? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And how Myra's did you the work, boss. workshop them a little bit? I didn't have any place to workshop <laughs> them, no. Uh, he's but got he, the cue cards. He, he's standing in front of the mirror. So he didn't <laughs> have the show then, so he didn't yeah. have a place to workshop. <laughs> right. uh, I, I remember, pause for applause. I remember <laughs> Myra at the at the, she said, that was funny. And then he comes, you think you're funny? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> you're fired. I, yeah, yeah. You're, how do you like that? Oh, but the, the, the end of the story, I never got invited back. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was it. We, we got to get a better host. That was it. 
Well, and, they probably by that point they had somebody famous coming in. Yeah, to, right. to, to be the, the MC, <laughs> like an actual. Yeah, like, that, that get that guy. He'll turn it over to Elton John yeah. for the entertainment. Right. That, that was the end of that. <laughs> Kirsch, Elton John. <laughs> uh, Jacket in Arbor says I took the so-called Pepsi challenge after completing a five-mile charity run in Ann Arbor. The challenge was conducted at an official Pepsi trailer with the name Pepsi painted on it. The challenge consisted of drinking two paper cups of cola, the first cup being room temperature Coke, and the second being ice-cold Pepsi. Being a Coke drinker, I immediately recognized and preferred the Coke, even though it was lukewarm. Beware of taste tests that serve lukewarm drinks. That's not fair. Uh, What's your perfect soda like style of service like uh, for me crushed ice the crushed oh. ice oh you like that yeah. and the fountain soda crushed ice fountain soda for me that's that's as good as it gets yeah crushed ice crushed has, ice has to be crushed ice. actually mine is an ice cold can of coke no no you, like you don't want it watered down nope. at all you see Just ice cold Pure. but it, ice cold you know yeah. like, oh, it's gotta be yeah cold. ice cold can of coke yeah i like the big the big ice like cubes of ice that's see, but I don't like that because it's a hard chilled, to drink in a chilled glass. You're getting an ice cube in like the top <laughs> lip or the nose while it's you're like we're talking to, about you know? a fine you whiskey. Have, you have <laughs> very little <laughs> drinking experience, obviously, Deuce. Huh? Got a drinking problem. It's not <laughs> too much. I just don't know how to problem do it. with drinking. <laughs> what are your pouring it on his forehead? What are your thoughts on bottled soda? I love bottles. See, I love the old Coke yeah. bottle, but it doesn't keep it as cold. Mm. Yeah, I I just I, I need ice. I need I need ice in it. That's that's the ideal. Crushed ice. Crushed ice is. I, I just. We just. Once again, I always agree with Deuce. I know. Push back, Paul. I don't push back <laughs> enough on no Deuce. No push back. Wrong. Crushed ice is terrible. I just remember like being a little kid, and back in those days, like parents would feed their kids soda. Like it wasn't a big deal. Now, yeah, well, you I didn't think, know that. Yeah, I think parents oh think more. You know, like it's it's not really good for you. You well, know, when you were a kid, they served sarsaparilla, right? Yeah. Isn't that but my dad would take me into the store, like whether it's nothing, you know whatever nothing. store, and they'd have like soda and i would just be amazed at how fast he could drink the soda like how how does because i would get it up my nose and guzzle soda like the whole thing and now i can do the The carbonation like quench yeah it's like that that coke commercial with the mean joe green where he takes the kids thing (laughs) when you're a kid you try to drink soda the bubbles go up your nose and everything like that and like like wow he drinks that so fast and I, yeah. I drank way too much soda as a kid. I mean, oh, we me had like too. free reign. I, I don't. I, I don't. I can't even imagine how many cokes I would have drank in a given day when I was thirteen years oh, old. Oh yeah, just I, five, four. Paul still five. does with Pepsi. Yeah, I, know. I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about. But I, would, I, I would drink like a lot of whatever. Like I would literally drink a quart of orange juice, like yeah. standing in front of the fridge, oh, like wow. in two gulps. Like I was just high liquid intake. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Same with soda. Like I just drank too much of everything. But, you know, whatever. No. Doesn't show. Soda. Yeah, What's, going with <laughs> <Shut> soda? Up, <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with Jimmy? Shut up, Eric. What's going on with Jimmy? Yeah. You see his, uh, you see his uh, Subway commercial with his grandma? Wait, yeah. what? It's a good thing he's so handsome. I don't cook. Jimmy's what? got himself a commercial? A Subway commercial. He's in that eat, eat Fresh Refresh thing. They've oh, got him doing it, too, and his grandmother's in it. That's cute. Grandma, yeah. grandma Garoppolo? Yeah. Grandma oh. Garoppolo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. I thought I had another mm. oh, welcome I thought, I thought to I email, but I lost it. There's so many emails in here. Good job, Fred. Uh, but let's go to the phones. 855 uh, <laughs> Pats 500. Uh, let's go to Sean in Vancouver. What's th- oh, oh, Sean. Sean. He gave up on us. Booby. We'll go down to New Orleans where Jared is. Hey, Jared. Pelicans fan. What's up, y'all? Hey. How y'all doing? Good. How you Good. doing? 
We're good. Uh, I got two questions and a trivia question for y'all, if y'all are okay cool. with that. All right, all right. Uh, first question is, um, what are the chances of Derek Stingley becoming a Patriot after his dad played with us, I think? 13.6%. <laughs> yeah. It's, he, he's probably going to be gone before I 21. Probably, yeah. I think he's yeah. probably gone. I, yeah, he's, I feel the same way, I, too. I think he'll be gone, and just you know, for clarification, it, he's Daryl's grandson, not right. Okay. Son. okay. Um, but there's a little uncertainty with, with Stingley because – he had the great year in 19 and then battled injuries in 20 and 21 and hasn't been nearly as productive. Now, the talent is off the charts. He watched, right, watched some of the film. From, yeah, he's really, really talented. Yeah, being from New Orleans and seeing him play at LSU, you're right about him only playing in 2019. Yeah. But he's, but, uh, uh, yeah, he's a really, really talented player. I don't think he'll be there at 21. Do you think that he's so talented because he had the opportunity to practice against Burrow and Chase? Probably didn't hurt. Probably didn't hurt. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean, he was a, a true freshman on that team too. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's I think it's a good question for all those guys. I mean, it's a question with Mac. It's a question with Nicobe Dean playing. You know, mm. all those Georgia defenders. Oh, yeah. It's uh, mm-hmm. something you got to suss out. That You're SEC right about football. The Georgia defensive players good. too. What's, your, another, what's your trivia yeah, question, Jared? Mike. Uh, the trivia question is: What is the most lopsided championship uh, score? In the, like in the NFL. In the NFL, you mean Super Bowl. San Francisco fifty-five uh, to ten over uh, Denver. Is that right? Oh, and champion championship, uh, like not yeah, not just Super Bowl seventy seventy-three right. to nothing. Whoa, Chicago seventy-three nothing. Yeah, yeah, seventy-three nothing's right. How yeah. does he know that? He was at the game. Nineteen thirty-four. He's got his like you know. His, <laughs> <laughs> his raccoon fur coat, you know, and his pennant. They didn't yeah. even have the forward pass. That's what made it even more. Wait, who was that against? <laughs> Chicago and who? Washington, right? Washington. Yeah. Wow. Why don't you make fun of Eric? He knew. I didn't know it was. <laughs> I was sitting next to him at the game. <laughs> well, did you? Did you used to travel in a rumble seat in the back of the car? I I, I used to travel in a DeLorean. Are these you, the kind of jokes did? that you wow. tell when you were at the IFD Christmas party. <laughs> has, has this thing on? <laughs> All right. Thanks, Jared. A random trivia question. Yeah. 73 to nothing. I like it. What year was that? Uh, it was 30s, like, maybe? Yeah, maybe? Way, way back. Might, maybe. Oh, you're serious? Like my accent? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> NFL was, championship. Well, that's why when he said championship. Right. right. Not the Super Bowl. Not well, that's why I said Super Bowl. Oh, right. I thought he was talking I was thinking Super Bowl. That's why I went with the 55 to 10. I thought that was the biggest yeah. call. Because also, Bowl. NFC, AFC, those are considered championships, too. So mm. you got to define it. you got to... Yeah. Wow. Right. The Super Bowls one through three, I think, were NFL AFL championship games, technically. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Because then the merger happened and Yep. Uh let's see. Burton's in New York. Hey Burton. <laughs> oh, oh my on. What's going on here? Who brought Hardy? Who brought Hardy here? What's going on with the phone? What the hell's going on over here? Uh, I think people call at work and then the boss comes and they have to hang up. <laughs> oh, you know? could be. It, it does seem. It seems sometimes people are like, I can't really talk right now. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have to get this question in though. What do you think of John Mitch? <laughs> uh, I'll take it. I'll off take here. it off here. <laughs> uh, Sean is in Vancouver. Hey, Sean. Hey guys. Sorry about that. The um, the call was, was wasn't there. I wasn't sure if I was on there or not. But oh. anyways, uh, uh, welcome to uh, the show, Tamara. Uh, are you going to be here next week for the draft? Yes. That would be pretty cool. I yeah. will be. Awesome. That's great. <laughs> Do rivers have tides? <laughs> Tamara. I feel like this is a trick question. Careful, it is. <laughs> no, we don't want to hear that. Go down that. Can that, I plead that the fifth? Okay. Answer. Well, do your research and come back on, on Thursday. Google. Okay. Yeah. So, so like Eric, I love Jordan Davis if he falls. But another thing I, I kind of have a question about is, 
Do the Patriots currently have someone who could set the edge, like be the next Vrabel or Nikovich? Could Ronnie Perkins or Josh Uche do that? Or if Jermaine Johnson is there at 21, do they take him? Oof. I think it's an excellent question, Sean, and it's something I'm surprised people don't talk about more. Is uh, you know, Say what you will about Hightower and Van Noy and Collins, but those were guys who played a lot last year. And you know, mm-hmm. I, I think setting the edge is an important part of defense, and I don't know who's really going to do it across from Judon. It's, right now it's an unproven person. So yeah. like, I, just, I look at it and I say we need defense in that first round. I, I don't really care. <laughs> I would love you know, a versatile defensive front guy. Um, I don't know if there's going to be one there. I, like, you, I mean, Jermaine, uh, sure, I, absolutely. I think that that's, you know, like it's like Chandler Jones. It's, I mean, I, I equate it to the Chandler. Sh- God, I can't <laughs> break it. I can't break it. Chandler Jones. You know what's funny? Quick aside, driving through L.A., and I'm like, do I go left on Chandler? Because there's a road <laughs> called Chandler in L.A. And, and Lane's like, what did you just call it? I like, Even God, Lane I, makes fun of you? Yeah. yeah. No, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, I, I, and it's hilarious. But I, I think it's a great point. I don't think enough people talk about it. You know, everybody wants to talk about wide receiver at 21. I think this defense, they haven't touched the front seven. They've lost a bunch of guys from it. I think it's in need of a 2012 Double dip, two guys that can come in and play in the front. Yeah. Sean, I wish we knew what uh, Perkins could do. Yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. I mean, yeah. but we haven't seen uh, Perkins since like last preseason. I mean, they he looked okay in the last preseason all, game. Uh, <laughs> other than that, I didn't. Not, yeah, nothing really. In nothing practice. at all during the season. Ooh, what don't if you yeah. double dip and get Walker and Dean? Oh, don't, oh, don't please. Oh Walker, to me, well, I love him. I mean, Well, I, you just I love made him. a whole new thing for me to worry about because you know I, I live for things to be concerned yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> the, the whole Georgia defense thing. I've been like, well, look at all these guys. They're all right. like. Yeah. Who's the real superstar and who's the one just, well, the, just now, benefiting from Now I'm worried that they're going to get the two guys that are only good because <laughs> of the one guy who made it happen. Right, right. And I, I mean, and I think you could probably make a case that any one of them is – the weak links. I mean, they're all good football players, obviously, but, you know, Walker didn't have a ton of production. Davis, you got some concerns about how is he going to come in and play all three downs. Dean is undersized. Um, you know, I think Walker probably a little bit less just because he's not viewed as one of those top, top, top guys, but I, I think it's valid. You know? All right. Thanks for the call, Sean. Uh, but I love Walker. <clears throat> I love him. I mean, Solomon in the Bay Area writes in, first off, welcome to Mara to Patriots Unfiltered. You've already increased the intellect in the room tenfold. <laughs> Kidding. Just uh, take it easy, Eric. Uh, <laughs> look forward to having an additional voice to hear on all things Patriots in TV shows. I don't believe the Brady to the Finns rumor was covered on any of the recent shows. It's not a direct uh, impact to the Patriots, but could have indirectly impacted the Patriots since they're a division team. I don't know. I think we talked about it in every show. Yeah, absolutely. What do you make of this rumor that he was going to come back as a minority owner, unretire, and play for the Finns with Sean Payton as the coach? Yeah, we talked about that many times. I don't buy it. It seems a little out there, and also I believe the Bucks would still retain his rights <laughs> if this unfolded. But I will say, if this is true, Belichick was already two steps ahead because of the text of Flores. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard that. This right, guy is being right. sarcastic, right? I think so. That he okay. sold him out. Yeah. Because I, uh, I, I assume know. you guys did talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we did. And he's right. got an, another episode of The Man in Arena coming yes. out. I, I thought I we just were got done with screener that. Today. Yep. I, Me too. What, else, get what left? Yep. So how's he? I, I'm, I'm, this I is the one they never did. Yeah. This is So this is he, this, se- this talks, season or the last championship? I think he talks about leaving the Patriots in this one. That's how it was billed to me. What took so long? Like the other ones are banging him out, banging him out, and so is he going to touch on the retirement? It, it, like maybe, maybe they had to re- redo it a little bit. Right. 
I mean, since since the last one, he retired and came back. Right. So is is he going to shine insight into that? Is he going to comment on what everybody's saying right now? I mean, it's it's become a tradition with him scheme? when he makes these 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 documentaries. I mean, Tom versus Time, the fifth one didn't come out until like a month later. <laughs> this one, it's like been six months. And everybody said it was because they lost the game. Right. It's like the poor edit, the poor it. editor on the on the Tom Brady uh, production like, come pieces on, Tom. are like, we have to do another cut. Like, I'm gonna, I'm actually unretiring now. Yeah. I just, it's also clunky, and that's just I don't get with Brady. Like he, the first part of his career, everything was so well managed. He's kind of stayed out of the spotlight as much as he could. He wasn't, you know, and and then you know it kind of became TB12, oh, and yeah. it's just everything is so clunky. Like I can't get over like he just can't seem to get out with grace. Um, and I, I'm, I'm just surprised. Mm. Interesting. You know? Wow. Yeah. Interesting choice. So I was with them a thousand percent w- until the grace. last that word grace. grace. Yeah. Grace. God, what's the opposite of clunky? I, you know, like just no. I smooth. think he's. I think he's been clunky. Smooth. I think every. And I think the way you said it, I thought he. I thought he was really. Image conscious, like, maniacally so, throughout yeah. the first part of his career, and I love the way you said it. Then he became TB12. It's like people used to say about Terrell Owens. He, he was he was Terrell Owens, and then he became TO, and then he made that catch to win that playoff <laughs> game on the last play of the game, and he became TO. Hmm. Right from that point on, and he was kind of a different persona. Yeah, and I I you know I, I think Brady was kind of similar. He was like the the ultimate winner, the ultimate team guy, the ultimate anything you know team first, and then he kind of became TB12, and he wanted. His guy on the plane, his guy to to treat the other players, and I'm going to throw the receivers that work out with my guy. And yeah, he's still great, so he still won. Just like To was still a great receiver, right? Even though he kind of left the reservation there for a little while. Yeah. Um, clunky, I would say, is a, is a good way to put it. Yeah, he can't seem to grace. do anything with <laughs> grace. Like, like, I mean, what has he yeah. really? Do- I yeah. mean, right? What has he really done that's lacked grace? Yeah, I, I mean, that would be the only thing I would. Sort of yeah, question. Yeah, maybe a weird, weird like choice of words. Coming out of yeah. retirement is not necessarily like an ungraceful move. Right? Yeah, I, I think forty I think days. This is his last year playing. I think he kind of said that. Um, did I? Oh, did he? On something that was out. This is it. Is that what, that's what you said. Sorry. Fred thinks he's going to retire after this season for good. Yeah, win or lose. He had some kind of. I, I was on the plane, so I was just like, sort of reading all the little. I wasn't listening. Uh, and they were saying that um, he, you know, I, I believe me, I understand that I'm close to the end, and my best football is behind. You know, blah yeah. blah. blah. Uh, sort of seemed like he was. I, saying yeah, stage. I also think we're going to notice a little bit of uh, a decline, slippage, a little bit. Yeah, and not like cliff? not like uh, not a cliff, cliff? <laughs> not a cliff, not like now. <laughs> No, no, not Naf. It's but tough, though, because he's had moments where you're like, oh, and then all of a sudden he just clicks back into yeah. berserker mode. Oh, no, listen, it's it's in his blood. He knows what to do and when to do it, but I just I think this is it. it, it it's also like the new match thing that they're starting to promote, and, and, and I've always believed to be a good quarterback, and what makes Brady so great is that he is annoyingly competitive, and, and it just it's – one of those people motivated just doesn't need anyone to really say you can't do it. It's just in his head he's got. People are saying I can't do it. It's just it's it's like a lot. Like I, now he's like talking trash with Josh. I'm like just we get it. You're competitive. You want to win. Like all like I just I just feel like he's well. He's us also over a promoter, so he wants to promote everything. The, the right, event. and then his you gotta go. Okay, 
All right, Tamara's leaving. Uh oh. Bye. They sent out the basket. Good debut. Good yeah. solid yeah. debut. She's go giving home. us. She's giving us the go princess watch, wave. Right. Yeah. Go watch the tape. Leave him wanting more. I, I started talking yeah. Brady, and then she left. I'm like, what did I do? What yeah. did I say? <laughs> well, I, you know, we'll see you next week, Tamara. Yeah. Um, Matt gave me the, the the quotes that I was talking about for Brady. So I'll just oh, read a couple nice of them. Job producer. He says, uh, "I knew my body physically could still do what it could do, and obviously, I have love for the game. I think I'll always have love for for the game." Brady told ESPN, I do think physically I'll be able to do it. I just felt like there was still a place for me on the field. At the end of the day, I just love the competition on the field. Uh, mm-hmm. And last year was a very bitter ending to a season, and we've got to make a lot of corrections to try to improve and put ourselves in a better position to succeed moving forward. I know I don't have a lot left. This was the part mm. that I was thinking about. I know I don't have a lot left. I really do. I know I'm at the end of my career. I wish you could go forever, but it's just not in f- and football comes at too high of a cost now. My kids are getting older, and it's just getting harder and harder to miss these things. But I wanted to give myself and my teammates and our organization another incredible opportunity to accomplish something that we'd all be very proud of. That, to me, is uh, that's as close to saying this is it. Yeah. 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 But that's what goes against when I suck, I'll quit. Like, and, and he feels like he's flirting with it. And I just I, – I would have preferred to see him go out on his terms. And I just worry that – He's kind of wishy-washy right now, and that's when I feel like you get hurt. You know, like that's when you get you're just not locked in. I, I yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. I feel like it's now when to you be start thinking about retirement, you you're retired. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess we'll see um, what this episode. Speaking has. of former Patriots, uh, want to remind everyone that the voting is open for the Patriots Hall of Fame. The three finalists are Vrabel, Wilfork, and Mankins. Good segue. And you can go to patriots.com and vote on those and Paul um, we had a couple people call in last week who do you think that they're both voting for Will for you're correct yeah you we, are correct we had one for Vrabel that was a write-in, though, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was the call. The others were write-ins. Okay. Oh, right. Two write-ins for Will Fork, one call for Vrabel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I converted him. Yes. Yeah. From I converted him Vrabel to Vrabel. Vrabel to Will yeah. Fork? Oh, no, to Vrabel. To, to okay. Vrabel. Yeah. yeah. Good. Yeah. No. Good. Uh, I think any of them would be worthy picks. This isn't like one of the ones that I will be ranting about in five years. Mm. You know, yeah. <clears throat> Kevin Falk, uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt Light. But I, I do think that we dropped the ball as a committee. I think we didn't put, the, the in my mind, the most deserving candidate on the ballot. And I can't even fathom that he wasn't one of the top three. Uh, and that's Wes Welker. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say John Smith. I don't, under, I don't understand it. Um, but... Yeah, there'll be no arguing if Mike Rabel is the next uh, inductee or Vince Wilfork um, or Logan Mankins. I think all three of those guys are Patriots Hall of Famers. I don't really think there's much discussion that needed to be had, you know, for for each of their candidacy. Right. I do think uh, Wilfork will win. Um, I think he's more of a fan favorite, and I think that's yeah. what ends up winning these things. Yeah. We'll see. I mean, I'd be Vrabel. Yeah. You can't keep doing this. Like I know, <laughs> I, I'm 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 on the variable team. And I think too. everything that you you, you out of all these the, three, I think I'd be Mankins. Really, I think everything yeah. I you love about Will Fork, I feel like variable has it and is has a little more of it. And I think Vince Vince is more of a lovable character, and that's why he'll probably get it. Variable was a little bit rough around the edges, which is what I I liked about him. But I just did so much. You can't. I also keep, think Variable was more of a factor in the locker room and I think with Vince I think that they really had to go out of their way to sort of try to get that out of him toward the end of his career I think that was a big part of why Bill 
stuck with him is because he wanted that from him. I think Vrabel did it throughout his time here. Mankins, to me, is the best player of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, Which is hard as a – I mean, to, 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 I mean that says a lot. But you talk about the toughness, you know, playing you know, an entire year with a torn ACL – Moving out to left tackle seamlessly when needed, uh, which he did. Came right uh, in. He, you know, a lot of people in the organization say unequivocally he's the second best offensive lineman this organization has ever seen. Yeah. Behind only John Hanna. Dante said that recently. Yeah. Um, the Who Am I game. I was hoping Tamara oh. would stick around so I could introduce her to the game. <laughs> uh, but she's not here. We know how it works. So these are all current or former Patriots, right? <clears throat> I was named to Football Digest 1999 All Tough Guy Team. 1999 All Tough Guy Team. Was awarded a game ball by Bill Belichick for managing to defecate on the sideline of an NFL game without anyone noticing. Larry Izzo? Larry Izzo. Larry Izzo is correct. That goes to Deuce. Was he sick? No, he just just had to go? He just had a fajita. Yeah, they they got him a bucket. (laughs) Really? Yeah. Kind of disgusting. <laughs> Very disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody held Who has to handle the bucket? The bucket guy. <sighs> they got a guy. Uh, I am a linebacker from Florida who went to two national championship games. Brandon Spikes? Correct. Uh, I, that's what I was That was my pick. Too. Yep. That's two, I'm 0 for 2, and I knew them both. Which really, Spikes? That's, that's uh, we, we can do it after the game. I was named a captain during the 2003 season. During? Rodney Harrison. Rodney Harrison is correct. Wow. The wording there was crucial, right? Um, Usually don't name the Two more. My hometown is Suffolk, Virginia, and I went to William and Mary uh, College. Mm. Next one. I began my coaching career as a receivers coach. Oh, Ivan. Ivan Fears. Wow. I mean, I did write a feature about him, which (laughs) I haven't yet seen in the light of day. (laughs) But... Two months later. <laughs> and finally, I'm known to have small hands. Carnies. I'm always <laughs> I'm always very positive. I have a sore back from carrying the show last Tuesday. I, I missed this because I was reading this statement yeah, for I, I am Paul Perillo. But what Paul was, was, the, what Paul was, was known for having small hands? Paul wasn't on the Paul show. Paul wasn't even on the show. Yeah. I don't know. Mike, yeah, it was good. Mike, that's from Mike in San Marcos, Texas. It was good up until that last. I one. missed that. I, mm. I missed that. That's a that's a joke about yeah. small hands. Yeah, you have small hands, Paul. Oh, I do have small hands. Do oh. you? Small hands. Oh. Look how small. You don't think so? Huh? I mean, not egregiously not so. Like, look at his little baby hands over right. there. <laughs> <laughs> like that Kristen Wiig thing, you know? Just yeah, a yeah. <laughs> um, Cole writes in from Eugene, Oregon. Beasley. Uh, no. Uh, he says, Debo Samuel is an incredible player, but it's wrong place, wrong time for the Patriots to make that move. Assuming the trade will require a haul somewhere between the Devontae Adams and Tyreek Hill trades, I wouldn't give up a first and a second round pick for this player because I don't think it would make us a championship contender. Chances are there will be another wide receiver available <laughs> next year. If Mac develops well, that might be a better time to invest at that position. Another wide receiver available next year for what? I don't know. I don't know what he means. Free agency. Maybe he just doesn't think Mac's ready for. I mean, like I don't understand. No, and I think that's a that's a very sound argument. I, I yeah. I, I no. I I think you could say that it's not worth it to go up a first and a second round pick plus a contract 
but that I, I think that's like I said, I think that's sound. But now you're saying you can get that guy next year, but you're not gonna have to give up like any of that to get a guy next year? Right. Like it yeah. like the wide receiver contracts that people are up up in arms about now, and they're not gonna go the other way. Right? So if you think you can get a free agent next year, you're gonna have to pay him yeah. a lot. And yeah. it's funny too, because I think the we and I and I'm guilty of it too, of saying, "Oh, well, you get a guy and then you got him for four years. You might only have him for two if he's awesome." And then he pulls the Debo and he says, "Hey, I'm awesome. Time to the pay same me." Same thing's happening with Tennessee with AJ Brown and oh yeah, I see John Robinson, uh, our old friend, yes, J Rob, yep, um, saying that they're not trading him either. Maybe they won't. I know San Francisco has said they're not going to trade. Debo either, but wouldn't be the first time a GM said the guy's not being traded. You know, like and then Andrew Brandt likes trading. to say, translation, yeah. we're open for business. Translation, you know, <clears throat> give us your 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 best offers because someone right. will do something yeah. quote unquote stupid, and I think these guys can be had. But to Mike's point, I'm sure that Tennessee said, "Oh, we got our guy for the next several years." They just let Corey Davis go last year well. because AJ Brown is our number one. Now yeah. all of a sudden he's gone. You know, maybe. Same with De- Debo. Like, yeah, it's great to say we got this guy for four years until he's unhappy after two with what he's making. Or how you're using him, <laughs> you know, like. Uh, Raj from St. Louis. Oh, <laughs> right haven't there. heard from him in a while. Uh, here's a game of what do you think is more likely. We'll t- tell you later. One, no rookie quarterbacks start week one or a defensive player wins MVP. Uh, what's, what's more, more likely, likely to happen? More likely. A defensive player wins MVP. Yeah, yeah. right. Uh, a team with a losing record wins a division or an entire division makes the playoffs. An entire division <laughs> makes entire the playoffs. Yeah. AFC West. AFC West, <laughs> y'all. A Super Bowl rematch from last year or no division winner from last year repeats. Uh, Super mm, Bowl rematch. Super Bowl rematch. Yeah. Uh, and continuing an aside from Eric on Tuesday, I really don't think – there's a Patriots player besides Mac that you get a first rounder from another team in a trade. I don't know if that means anything deeper, but it could also signal a real lack of talent on the roster. Mm. I mean, I don't. You think you're getting a first from Mac? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure you are. <laughs> I know. Uh, you know, maybe after this year you would. Yeah. Like if he if he has right. like a, a step up, but right now, okay, uh, this might be a really that could go either way. This might be a dumb question. Um, but is it mathematically possible for an entire division to yes. make the playoffs? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they are, you have the three wild cards on the seven entrance. So, I mean, Four obviously, winners, but I, but, 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 I, know, obviously I know unlikely. that there's slots available, mm. but having obviously to play unlikely. each other. Well, if you play each other, like, do, think of it this way. If you play each other and they all go three 50, and three. Yes. If they all go three and three and then they have a winning record in their remaining games, it's possible. I mean, they could but all. You already th- got three losses, though. Right, right. But so they could all go. So they all got to go undefeated right. in the end. Well, not they don't have to no. go undefeated. They I mean, just I, have to win a record. But I'm just but, saying, like, yeah, yeah. it's mathematically possible yeah. for them all to go four, fourteen and three. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That, that was right? my question. No, you're right. Thank you. So I'm just saying, like, from Thank a you, ma- Mr. Is it likely, Professor? No. No. But yeah. Okay. Interesting. Uh, let's go to the Ace Ticket Hotline eight five five Pat's five hundred and Willem and Philem. What's up, William? William. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, I just get my food. So I got no. 
People where are you? run as always. Okay, no. Where, where are you? Where are you getting the food from? You get your cheese cheesesteak. Uh, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm no, ready. no, but where are you? What 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 place are you buying from? No, I'm just across the street from my job. I'm at Popeyes. 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 Oh, what do you? What's your yeah. go-to Love at Popeyes? That chicken from Popeyes. Uh, just a, a number two. Uh, they give you a mashed potatoes, biscuit, right? Uh, yeah, wings. That's all. That's all you need. I, I love it. I love it. Lo- I love yeah. Popeyes. Oh, I think yeah. I've never been to Popeyes. Um, look, I, I heard y'all talking about Blueberry Sanders. Everybody's talking about this guy. Like, no way ain't gonna get this dude. Bill ain't gonna do that. <laughs> no, he, he just he just not. But my question is, can we? Uh, like, do do y'all want a receipt? I mean. Okay, Bill doesn't want to pay for one. Y'all don't want us to draft a first round. So what do we? I mean, then you don't want one long term. I don't. I don't understand what are we doing. I, you know, I want one in the second I, round. Yeah, and I. I mean, second I wouldn't. I wouldn't cry if they took one in the first round. Like I just. I think that there's other needs that are probably a little bit bigger that might line up. But I, first two days, I think you got to get a receiver. Okay. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? Do y'all know receiver that, that y'all would want? I mean, I know probably all y'all want something different. I know who Fred wants. Well, Traylon Burks, but I don't know if he's going to be there at he might be. whatever their second-round pick is. Well, I'll tell you what he could be there is if you traded down from the first round. Yeah, yeah. He might be able to get I, I, Christian Watson's another guy that I circled. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Jahan Dotson. He's another one. Uh, I mean, How about there's, the kid there's on a TV lot now. of background Scott noise. Sky Moore. Sky yeah. Moore. Khalil Shakir. Kair Elam, yeah. Paul's guy. He's a cornerback. George Pickens, I think he's an intriguing guy. Kyrie Elam, the cornerback? Yeah, Ky- you you're, you're thinking of Khalil Shakir. Oh, sorry. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> Shaquille uh, Khalil. Shakira, Shakira? Shakira? Hips don't lie. Here, here. Uh, but George Pickens is is a guy who is intriguing. Uh, yeah. Mike is right. He He's the guy, uh, Freddie, tore his ACL in the spring. Came back for the stretch drive in the playoffs for Georgia. Yeah, really talented guy. Um, Plays angry. David Bell's another one, although he didn't test he, great, so yeah. the numbers aren't there. He's but slow. Yeah, he's kind of a Patriots-type receiver, and I don't say that because he's slow. I mean because he's productive. Um, yeah, so I think there's a lot of different yeah. different options day two. Yeah, Watson's yeah. another one we've talked about a lot. Uh, I just I think there are options. There are options, and I just like the guys with potential and, you know, that you can see, all right, this is what they are. But that's, I think, Pickens is – a lot of potential, and he got a little bit derailed this year. But you know, any I just I would there's not a single receiver like I mean I know Jameson Williams like I, absolutely like give me one of those guys. But again, I just think the defense you can't pay too much attention to the offense. The defense really needs a lot more than the offense. I think no chance whatsoever that they trade up. I would not say never because I, I wouldn't say never. No, no. Because I again so to go back to chance. to go back to 2012, I think they needed immediate impact guys on the defensive side of the ball. Well, and, here's you know, the thing: if you could pick any guy at all in the draft, who would it be? Walker, Mr. Walker. Really, Quay Walker? Trayvon Walker. Trayvon. Oh, Trayvon Walker from Georgia. Yeah, who just you know would do everything I talked about: play everywhere up front, play all three downs. You know, they move him all around, they stand him up, they put him on the inside on passing downs. He'd set the edge. I mean, he's just. He, what I mean, about Sauce, the cornerback? Sure. I mean, he's not far behind. Yeah. You know, I don't know if there's a guy like really? that for me. I, I, I don't. Yeah. And I, I think you guys make good. Those are good, good suggestions. What do you think of Hutchinson? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
See, I don't like, like great player, but that's like talk about a guy I don't think like plays the style that they want. He's All I know is I watched him against upfield. Michigan in that game, and he in the Ohio State, Ohio State, Michigan. and he disappeared. Yeah. He was like nowhere to be found. Well, which game are we talking about? It was the, la- game? the last game. Okay, so that was against Georgia. Georgia. He, he okay. was nowhere to be found. And that's a you big know. time, big time yeah, opponent. Like, You're going to be playing against big time opponents right, now, so. right? Yeah, I don't like this. There's something about a lot of these guys that I can make an argument against. And, you know, like like Thibodeau is a guy I really – I mean, I'm intrigued by watching. When I see – like I saw him play against Ohio State, and he played there really is. well. And <laughs> love when I you're think, talking. Yes. Just put him up on the screen like yeah. – They're listening. <laughs> and in then the control I've, room. And then I've seen him disappear completely, and I've, I know the knock on him is doesn't play hard all the time. So, like, do you really want to target a guy like that that's not a sure thing? I don't know. Is that kind of like Chandler Jones? That was the knock on him for a while when he was here. He'd, he'd have great stretches, and then he'd disappear for games. He was great in the beginning of the seasons for the Patriots, and then he kind of disappeared at the end for some of those early ones. But, yeah, I mean, I, but the, I mean, how many of these drafts, though, you spend all this time talking about? I, I, I look back at one, and you look at the first round, and you're like, there is not really any good players in this draft. You know, there's a, a guy here, a guy there. But This is going to be one of those drafts. You know, right now you're, you're like, well, this guy and everybody. But at the end of the day, not all these guys are going to hit. And, and some of these guys are certainly going to be bust. The good players out of this draft are going to be they're going to be first-rounders. They're going to be second-rounders. They're going to be third-rounders. I don't think it's – some drafts are just all concentrated at the beginning. I don't think it's going to be like that for this one. I think there are going to be some misses because I think there's a lot of con- like confusion and uncertainty. Yeah. As to how this board falls, how do you stack it vertically and horizontally, as well as horizontally? Okay, yeah, and 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 put the quarterbacks kind of embodying that, right? Like if Pickett and Willis. Now, if I had to pick a quarterback, I would be really bummed out. Yeah, but Willis would be the guy because I think there's there's some upside there. I don't think he's very good. I got to be honest with you, but I do think that if if I'm a good coach and I can. Sort he of harness his ability. Run. He has stuff that yeah. I can't teach the other guys. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And the other guy, and Pickett's got two gloves. And, and who's, Pickett, who's drafted you know, in a first Kenny round? Two two Timmy two gloves. Forget it. Teddy. Non-starter. Small hands. Non- his, Non-starter. And his, uh, <laughs> his fumble Two gloves. Off the like, list. That would worry me. Uh, Reno from Knoxville, Tennessee. I really don't understand the undying love for Edelman that people think number 11 should be retired. I always been more of a Welker guy myself, but I never wanted his jersey retired. Can you explain to me why any number besides 12 should be retired? Why didn't people freak out when someone wore 87, 75, 81? I think Wolfork had just as big of an impact on New England as anyone. By the way, he deserves the hall more than Vrabel, in my opinion, and Paul's. I'm okay with 56 being retired for this organization. Yeah. I mean, Andre, great guy. What about 73? Yeah, but sure. Those, those guys are, are pro those football. Those have all already re- been retired. I think he's talking about guys from from here on in. So you know, based on what we've seen, twelve is the only one in his, in his, his mind. That's I, what I'm saying. My bar is you have to be you have to be a like r- like one of like the best players of all time at your position for you to get your number retired. Twelve, twelve should twelve fifty six seventy three. Yes, I'm fine with those. I, I'm, the others, I, I'm just eh. for all for numbers being back in. Like I think is that's mo- why we have. I, a I think it's more of a tribute here. to watch someone new wear a number than to just never see that number again. Now Brady is Brady. That's twelve. But yeah, I'd put everything else back into rotation. I mean, I I'd love to see a new fifty-six. I think that does more to honor Andre Tippett to see another fifty-six out there and talk about him than well, like you know, to you never have the whole number again. You have the Hall it's of Fame again. I got to agree with Mike. It's like, <laughs> like what it always happens. Yeah. I mean, there, it's. I think it's a very small universe of numbers that should be 
you know, yeah, maybe a, a year or two reprieve. Like, oh, oh hey, that was yeah. a great career. So We're take not going to give it, it right take out, out of circuit for a little bit, for but a year, right. right? But I agree with you, and and I, this is something I think the college game has over the pros. There are different college programs that have special numbers. 44 at Syracuse. 44 at Syracuse. At USC. 18 at LSU. 55 at USC. And it's, you know, Jim Brown, Floyd Little, yep. and, you know, all of, all of the different uh, guys. And, you know, Junior Sale gives it to Willie McGinnis. Yep. And I, I think that it, there becomes a special meaning to the number within that program. And everybody who participates in that program and is a part of it understands it. Right. And certainly the fans that follow those programs closely know those numbers I, I think that's the way to do it and and I agree with Mike I think it would be great if you had the opportunity for another like edge you know rushing monster to wear 56 and be like Andre Tippett and and I think that the pros don't do that as much yeah. and, and I, I think that that would that's one one thing I think the college game has that I I think it's kind of neat the way they they do that. Well, plus and there's a lot of them that you in, don't even in know. In college, about. they'll have a hundred people on the team at one time, so right. they kind of need right. the numbers. Right? They yeah. can't really afford right. to retire a lot of jerseys. Right. Well, they also but they also have numbers. double numbers. Right. Yeah. But like they have the thing at LSU where they have the famous walk-on is number twelve, the twelfth man, and Love it. that means something to that program. It's an honor to wear that number. Must mean something to the player too. Sure. Oh yeah, it's an honor. Yeah, right. it's like talking about Who's fifty Vrabel. To, yeah, you know, to see Ninkovich then have some success in that the, number. The, the Patriots made a mistake early on in their existence of starting to retire numbers before anyone was really worthy, yeah. and now they're stuck. They should just have a ceremony. We're not stuck. You have a say, ceremony and say well, we're putting you, you all gotta, the numbers. You got to tell these guys we're unretiring your numbers. Yes, yep. but yeah. you you paint it as the angle of we're going to have a ceremony oh. rehonoring you, and we're going to put these numbers back as a way, and and maybe do what the what you know the, what Ring of Honor that kind of yeah put, you know put well, the num- you have, put them up on you them. have a Hall of Fame, but but in the stadium. they're in the Hall you of Fame. You have a Hall of <laughs> right. Fame. That's that's I mean like. <laughs> it's better than a Ring of Honor. You have an entire building dedicated to the greatness of those players. Yeah, yeah. Maybe when next time they do a New Jersey, that could be you know a good opportunity to reintroduce some of those numbers. Hmm. Have like you, a ceremony where they actually hand it off it's to the an player un- who's it's getting an it. Un- it. I'm giving you my we'll get Tom number. Brady up here. I'm giving you the shirt off my back. So so knowing that they have a Hall of Fame and they have retired numbers, mm. do you believe that whatever they do for Brady has to be different than that? I mean, I think 12, 12 is I, – I would get on board with that one just being untouchable. I mean, the yeah. guy is the greatest. But they have other numbers that are untouchable. So he's now in the category with yeah, any number of those, guys. Those who've guys, had guys don't have that many Super Bowls. He's got, his own, he's got his own There's section of – So what I'm saying is do you need to do something time. to differentiate Brady from everybody else? So yeah, put, put everybody else's back in circulation. And then just take that's his could, out. That's you, what yeah. makes it different. You could yeah. do that. Right. And There's only one number that's retired, and that's it. Yeah, yeah. And unless you rise to his level in the future, you don't get your number retired. Are they going to have to like redo the hall for him? They'll probably have to build an addition. Have an addition, probably the Brady room. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. Uh, Other people will worry about that. Uh, Connor, a cousin Patty in Agawam, my eyes. Fair warning to all of you guys. It's a public service message. I'm, in, I'm the refrigeration technician for Pepsi out in Hartford. One of my primary jobs is cleaning ice machines. That's actually what I'm currently doing. Never, ever, ever, ever 
get ice from an ice machine. Oh. What kind of ice machine? What, like a scoop it? One of those, you know. Automatic vending soda yeah. machines? <laughs> <laughs> I just like <clears throat> those different kind of ice machines. Are you? I don't really get ice. Like, you, you mean like at a uh, like, like, a, like at a fast food place or a restaurant where they have like? Okay, all right. Yeah, know? I was just I was just like thinking like so like we have a, a machine here at the stadium that um, the ice is never there, Sporadic. so it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but I was trying to think like where would you get your own ice mm. machines? Like, are you saying like on at a restaurant when you go out you shouldn't get ice? I think he means like at a, like at a McDonald's or a Panera or you know one of those places where you have self-serve the vending machine, the self serve yeah. kind of machines, and yeah, you fountain soda. Yeah, yeah. I don't really do that um, very much. Isn't but that where you get the shaved ice though? Isn't that normally no. what they have? Isn't that kind of like from my refrigerator at home is where I get my crushed ice. Oh, you have a crushed ice. Oh, really? Because I, I just make the life. blocks in the uh, yeah, you, tray. You don't have a crushed. You like? I don't have one of those f- refrigerators. No. You like haul a block out when it's like the it's old like, school? It's like nineteen yes. <laughs> right? I get like nineteen eighty two. Just pull it out from the ground. <laughs> ice here. That's how it's done in Providence. <laughs> yeah. Guys walking get around. Get it quick! It's hot. <laughs> the guy comes in with the you know the big claw, the big claw. Right, Eric, chip some off. Um, Mike in Maryland writes in, Fred, I was a little disappointed that a lacrosse enthusiast like yourself didn't bring up the best or most iconic lacrosse athletes a few shows back. Um, so Jim Brown would be one of them, right? Yeah. Well, he says, let's compare Fred's choices to the other esteemed hosts and run through. Um, he has most iconic college player. I mean, you mentioned Jim Brown. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, Gary Gate was another guy. Gate, oh, you know? the bro- yeah. Weren't they brothers? Yeah, yeah there were the brothers? Gate yeah. brothers, yeah. the and, Powell and, brothers. And what's his name? Paul, uh, Paul Rabel. 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 I mean, yeah. I mean, so I'm out now. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah, the so, brothers and yeah. Rabel. That's all. Yeah, I mean, but Jim Brown, yeah. they had to change the rules. Right, because he just put it over his chest right. and run through and everybody. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Technically, if he was like the greatest, you know, Gate. I mean, those that whole family has done amazing yeah. things. There's some players now. Every year, there's like new kids yeah. that come up. Oh, Brandon Salkin. They just seem to get better and better. <laughs> oh no, there's this kid. Um. Oh, what's his name? Bad um, guy. <laughs> probably this this person from Maryland's writing in. I think he played at Maryland, um, Soldenberger or something like that. He was a great player, and now he's going to try out for the NFL. Oh, really? Yeah. As what position? I think a wide receiver. He's that good an athlete. Really? Yeah. Okay. So I don't. I would forget about Debo Samuel then. Yeah, that, that's that's, that's, that's the guy we got to look out for. Yeah, right. I, I think it's Soldenberg or something like that. Uh, question for the uh, Schellenberg. I don't know the lacrosse expert on the panel here today. Why is it the Mid-Atlantic states are known so much for lacrosse yeah, uh, heritage? Yeah, it's a great qu- and Long Island. Uh, it's a great question. Um, well, Long Island, Long Pole. That makes a little sense, right? Oh uh, no, uh, but yeah, I guess you know, for for whatever <laughs> reason, you know, John Hopkins and all those schools right, right yeah. down there. That's kind of the cradle of lacrosse in America in the United States so to speak cradle right in in the The United States but I wonder why like Uh, how did it uh, how did it develop there I don't know it always was and that's it feels like it's a lot more popular now because I mean I know for me growing up you know around the corner in Holliston like they didn't have lacrosse at my high school when I was there and then when I went to prep school I was like I really want to try it but now they have it I mean it's across it's everywhere yeah it was very pop it was always popular at the prep schools oh yeah they always had what I don't get is why Mm because it's definitely like a rich rich man sport like that's how it sort of developed and that's what it's the the wingland prep schools yeah. and right. that, that mid-atlantic yeah. corridor yeah. yeah which is obviously very affluent area yep, yep. but why yeah, yeah. that was always right. my uh, and long no, island long island another affluent area yeah. yeah yeah for the most part and then you know you could make a case for northern new york 
like upper state New York has always been a hotbed for lacrosse mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And you can say, well, that's because they're close to Canada. Is that where Hobart is? Hobart, yeah. all, all those, right? Cornell yeah. and yeah. all those schools, mm-hmm. Nazareth. That is true. That is, it was a Canadian sport originally. Right. right. It's it's their net. Lacrosse. Everyone thinks hockey is the national sport. They have two. Lacrosse is their other one. Yeah. Yeah. Know? Yeah, it's fun. And then there's also like box lacrosse, which I think is like. Oh, that's a whole different thing. Oh. That's a whole different thing. Hello. But Players love playing box lacrosse. Well, Adam Adam Oates, the famous Bruins, Bruins defender, yeah, right? Hall of Famer, yeah. center. Um, but yeah, he was a big. Uh, oh, center. Like, sounds like Paul picked up a little of COVID down there. Yeah. In Florida. What's going on over there? It's like, it's like smoker's cough. <laughs> <laughs> Can a guy get a light? He's getting a Cuban. <laughs> He's going to be talking out of his throat soon. <laughs> oh, that's not. That's awful. I know, but you know, don't smoke. Uh, <laughs> I, he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was, I, I was on a plane on the JetBlue plane. I'm amazed that they still build the planes with ashtrays, and yet they cover them in no smoking. I'm like, why don't you just? And they still have the light that says no smoking. Right, like, like, like I think we all at know. this point. I think we all know. It's like Paul in the cap. I think we're all adults here. <laughs> we know we're not smoking on a plane anymore. <laughs> right. We don't. But why right. are you putting the ashtrays too, just in case it's like yeah. a private flight? And they're like, because that flight, one, everybody light that up. one time they don't have the sign. Somebody go like, okay, light them <laughs> <Right>. up. <laughs> right. Just you got them. Smoke them if you got them. Right. No, that's the Paul. You're not. You're not smoking these days are you yeah, i've never <laughs> smoked a day in my life <laughs> not even a puff all right you know that i know i know i grew so up. i did have a uh, yeah, an yeah. interesting story oh, oh. okay story so time with paul perillo i'm soaking it up in the hot tub with my soulmate um one of the first Drew nights, it, was like, it was like sunday <laughs> night we had we had gotten wine. back um stogies so we're hanging out it's kind of late we're just Kids are all running amok. It was it was great, great time. So I'm we're in the hot tub, and this guy is there, huge Super Bowl ring on his hand. Yeah. Now it was one no, of ours. No, it wasn't. No, uh, and it wasn't. It was clearly not a player. He was an older guy, you know. So it was clearly a situation like us. Yeah. You know, just someone who works for a team. So I looked and I was like, hey, is that a championship ring? He goes, yeah, it's a Super Bowl ring. I said, oh, wow, that's pretty cool. I got wore it in the them. hot tub? <laughs> yeah, he had it in the hot tub. Hardo. Paul, Paul brings <laughs> his hands out. He's like, like, wait right I got, here. I got a bunch of them. <laughs> yeah. So, Hardo. and you know that I never, I never do that. Yes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that's part of the, that's the, that's the good part of the story. So, he's like, yeah. He goes, it's a Super Bowl ring. And I said, oh, that's really cool. I go, I have six of them. <laughs> 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 and he goes, so do I. He worked for Pittsburgh. Oh! I went over and I just gave wow. him a fist pump. I go, that's awesome. <laughs> wow. And Beth is just cracking up. He was an accountant for Pittsburgh. He retired like two years ago. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that is, that's a great story. That is. But he was, he was really good, really nice guy. And he goes, yeah. He goes, I just decided to put it on today. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I've never had any of them on. Outside, you know, for any yeah. reason like this, other than just yeah. to show people. Right. Right. And I couldn't even imagine that he had it on in a hot tub. I know. Right. Yeah, imagine that it slips but off It was nice, though. I, mean, I think ours are nicer. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I kind of yeah. think that ours are was, better. Was than but he, was, uh, was he, he clearly was working there in the 70s, obviously. Mm-hmm. Was he a single guy? Was he putting out the vibe? Maybe that was part yeah. of his, his ploy. Of <laughs> yeah, that's his. Could, could that's be, could be. Maybe, maybe, maybe he was sitting on Beth. <laughs> yeah. that's, oh. that's his opener. <laughs> yeah. Well, the only thing I have is Um... Let's see. Nate is in Northeast Pennsylvania. Wonderful off-season discussions so far. Thanks for the content. I've been listening for about five years now, and when I was new to the show, I distinctly remember someone calling in saying that your best shows come in the off-season. At the time, 
I found that hard to believe considering I was turning in to hear all things Patriots. But that caller was right. Some of the most memorable stuff from you guys comes in the offseason. So forget about that weirdo last week who was all pissy about non-Patriots talk. Yeah, people have really rallied to our defense. Someone, That's what they someone do. had a problem with the non-Patriots. Oh, oh big killed time. Us, killed us. F-bombs and everything. Clowns. Yeah. And you guys stink. You'd Who be, is this? You'd be working at Jimmy Some, Lube if you weren't, yeah. you know, if you didn't so, work you know, if, there. If we, you, it, it, so if we didn't uh, get the jobs that we got, we'd right. be working at Jiffy Lube. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It was that's, somebody who's that, never. That's a great. That's a great comeback. I. Yeah. Always <laughs> it, it was somebody who's never written in the show. But I don't remember recognize the name at all. I, I might have re- recognized, but I, it's, it's all right. Oh, I don't. I don't. He, care, he, was, he said I wouldn't read it. I read it. Podcast. You'd be working at Jeffy Lube. Right, but it, that that implies that we're not talented enough to have a podcast. The team that has won six Super Bowls can hire anybody they want to do this podcast, and they chose Fred. So. I don't think that Fred would be working at Jiffy Lube if he didn't do this. No. Notice it, how I separated myself. Yes. Maybe Speedy Lube. I don't know. If I did work Midas. at Jiffy Lube, I would try to be really honest about it because I've gotten hosed at Jiffy Lube a couple times. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I just will say, I'm not going to try to tell you that your Gnecticozoid needs to be fixed for yeah. $800. Oh, yeah. You know? Unless they upcharge it. Or they forget to screw things back. They forgot to screw something back and in. And then you got to come back in. And yep. That oh. I've heard they do a lot. Yeah. Oh, really? Because I, I used to go there a little bit. <laughs> And I won't anymore um, because of that. I heard that they intentionally do something when they're changing your oil. If you just go in for it and you have to go back. That's happened to me. Sooner. Not at Jiffy Loop, but it just mechanics in general. I've had that happen so many times. Like a week later, I have to go back for something. I just hate dishonesty in general. Oh. You know, like just treat us. You know, I think in life, if you find a mechanic that you trust, yeah, and like it is worth its weight. Absolutely, in gold. Like you are just w- and a contractor. You got to have a yeah. Mac, yeah, yeah, a Mac, and a friend with a truck too. That's um, helpful. So, just out of curiosity, and a boat. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was some of the? What were you guys talking about? Well, you weren't here, Mike. No, so. uh, oh, we were talking. We were talking about other th- a, a lot of things. You know, grammar and a lot of different other things. sports. Yeah. Oh, I was involved in one of the grammar days. Yeah. Yeah. I take pride in that. No, we no, but it was one of these hardos that was like, you must talk team and football twenty four seven all the time. We had talk Patriots. It's not like we didn't. Yeah, talk Yeah, it was a day when there was nothing then, Patriots you know, related I think, going like, on. I, I threw it out. What are you, what are you binging? You yeah. Know, what we're what talking TV about binge watching TV. So people were calling in about what they're watching, and you know, he took offense at that. Because you know, I think he took more offense, Paul, at the fact that we never read any of his emails and that we always read other people's emails. And right. you know, if you write in a good email, I've got you'll like get read. Fifty emails here. I'm not going to get to them all. I'm right. sorry. So you're going to get 45 negative emails next show, right? Um, uh, continuing with Nate's email because so far it's so good. Uh, speaking of that, you mentioned in your response to that guy that you've been doing this show for 22 years. Perhaps a good off-season topic. A little history of Patriots Unfiltered? This may come off as a dumb question, but how did you broadcast this radio show before Patriots.com slash podcast apps? Would love to hear more PU history. Hmm. And lastly, a few grammar word pet peeves. Oh, good. One, burnt toast versus burned toast. In my opinion, burnt, with a T, which is recognized as a word, is just the slang. Ain't version of the word burned. So burnt is slang in his opinion. In his opinion? Yeah. I don't think uh, but that's I, accurate. But I don't think, I think that's an acceptable form of the word. Burnt toast seems like a state of the toast where burned toast means kind of you did it. 
Right. I, like, I don't like know. He burned him. Yeah, yeah right. He burnt, right. Yeah. He didn't burn him. <laughs> right. But after he got burnt, he was burnt. What, what type of toast I is it? I think it's a different burnt. tent. It, yeah. might, it might yeah. be, yeah. but but you could also say he was burned. Your one could be an adjective and one's the uh, you know verb tense. Yeah. I don't know. That's a good one, though. Burned. That's a, that's What's a, a good one. <laughs> dangles. They dangles. Uh, and his other one is okay, uh, corporate overusage of the word leverage. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. We're leveraging our plus ups. I'm over leveraged. Uh, bonus fun fact: Did you know slang is slang for shortened language? Oh. No, I did not. I did not know that. I Very good. That's, that's a excellent. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Shortened language. It's funny. I like it. Oh, there was another um, uh, sharp term on the radio this morning. Mm. Oh, was there? When a ref, the wrangle. Yes, when a ref has influence on the game going in, you know, like because of his style or a, that's a wrangle, a referee angle to right. the game. A wrangle. A wrangle. Ooh, as a referee, I'm going to... Yeah, do you have and any wrangles? Uh, and they said in both Celtics games... <laughs> I would play. say the wrangle is play. a very... I mean, people can correct me that, that are into uh, betting a lot more than I am, but I would say the wrangle is not really real. I think that's something that... Coincidental? I No, I'm saying it's people that get beat and they blame it on the... <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah. they were saying... It's an excuse. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't want to get into It's this. an excuse we, for losing bets. We already talked Celtics, uh, but Ian is in more of a predicament. He says, uh, I am literally on the way to Jiffy Lube right now. <laughs> <laughs> Turn around. He says he's turning around. That's awesome. It just it, it, it's it never ama- fails. It's amazing. No matter it, what we bring up, somebody knows it or is doing it or true. has done yeah, it or, true. you know. That's well, Ian, I, you know, if you need your oil change, I, uh, you got to get your oil change. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. a great business idea. Everybody, it's such a pain in the butt thing to get your, your car's oil change. It's great to prolong the life of the car. And they, but I like my small town guy who. Yeah, my uh, neighbor, my neighbor owns his own uh, garage and it's very, you know, he's done very well for himself with it. And I, if I have something little like that that I need done on the quick, he's right down the street. He takes care of me all the time. It's, you still right. driving a Saab? I am two hundred and thirty-four thousand miles. Is that right? Yeah, they're gonna wow. put you in a commercial. Yeah. They should retire your car. Oh, they're, and put put they're, in the Hall of Fame. There are some Sobs that have that have gone like because uh, th- the mechanic at the old uh, dealership uh, that no longer exists. He would take a lot of the old ones and tinker with them and fix them up and keep them going. His record was like. 500,000 miles, I think. On wow, that's on quite a sob story. Oh, <laughs> but um, that was good. I like that one. That was You were waiting for Bad jokes. Eric can't do anything but touche. Touche, good sir. Well done to you, sir. Yeah, I'm at 234. With the miles I'm putting on my car, I'll get up there. I'm putting like over 30,000 a year now. What do you drive now? Lexus UX. You like it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a hybrid, so at least I... Oh, that's it is? what makes yeah. me say some gas. But my next car, I think, is going to be an uh, electric truck, electric pickup, if should I can figure out how to pay, what what bank I'm going to rob to get it. But you should have seen the gas prices in L.A. Oh, six, what's it, like seven, six, eight dollars? Six, at least six yeah. everywhere. It's yeah. crazy. They're going down a little bit. Yeah, it was oh, under, under four. Here. Question yeah. for the guys who weren't here. The, have you ever heard... It? Maybe you were here, but I, I think you were already gone. A vocal fry? Is that what it was called? Oh, yeah. No. You've vocal never heard of vocal, vocal fry? fry? From L.A. I, I'm surprised. No. You don't know what L.A. I didn't know what it was re- either. And they were, everyone was jumping down my, my throat. It's so when, speak. you know, people talk uh, at the end. Like, you know, my name is Mary. 
You Sounds know? like someone who used to work here. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's a vocal fry. And yeah, I, I hate never it. Heard of that. I hate it. It's like one of the Go worst dogs. effects. You know. <laughs> Go dogs. That Go dogs. would be an example of it. Yeah. Yes. So your voice is like too weak to actually speak yeah, properly. Yeah, like at the end you just yeah. trail, uh, you know. And the Kardashians were famous uh, for it. And somebody who used but to somebody said Kardashians used to do that a lot. They right? sing and ask everything like a question. Yeah, they up talk as yeah. well. At, which is oh, that's called oh, up talk. Yeah, up-talk? I hate okay. that. But somebody one of the said worst that developments in 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 history. Yeah, the up the up talking. Oh. I cannot take anybody seriously that talks like that. I know. So and everybody talks like. So that. I'm going to be going so to the, New York. The, there is, lies my dilemma. <laughs> are you asking me people. if you're going to New York, or are you going to New York? <laughs> I, oh, I I, hmm. I I think I'm asking. I'm you. going to New York. Yeah, it's not becoming. It's not becoming. Unbecoming. I, yep. I just want to be becoming. You want to become. That's my goal. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you want to be coming all the time. <laughs> Good thing. And tomorrow, we'll uh, see you next Tuesday. Uh, uh, I had a it. couple today that I had in mind, and I said, probably not the right time. <laughs> we'll have to work her in. You know, <laughs> get her desensitized. Uh, based on her reaction to the accent off. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> I t- I'm telling you, there was a look of fear on her face, and I was like, <laughs> I want to alleviate that fear. Yeah. I get it. You're right. Yeah. But she. I, it's obvious she had brushed up on a little draft stuff. I told her to get ready. Yeah. Oh, so it is a week away. Yeah, she's she's um, she's she's smart cookie. It's hard. I always had so much respect for Megan just because she didn't grow up around here and she has to go toe to toe with a bunch of idiots. So you can say the '92 Patriots and you know exactly what you're talking about. And she's, somebody she's a little off here. too. We I mean to be fair. Megan. Uh, oh, yeah. in a good way. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah Megan. Yeah. Um, three oh six. Yeah. Pretty yeah. impressive. I know she was disappointed because she wanted to break three, but. That's, yeah. that's oh, the marathon? Really, yeah. She ran in Boston? Yeah. 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 Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. 306. You block, pretty you block her too? <laughs> no, I just don't go on social media. I just thought she Good was ducking you. me because I went to Orlando <laughs> when she left Orlando to come to Boston. So I think it was pretty obvious. Wow. I um, not want to get yelled at by me anymore. Justin in Alabama. Welcome back, Mike and Paul. I agree. Let's bring back the retired jerseys. It would be an honor for the player to wear numbers like 56 and 73, but let's leave 12 retired. What do we do with sweatshirts with cut-off sleeves? Do we let future coaches wear classic sweatshirt look of the greatest coach of all time? I don't think you'll have to worry about that. Yeah, put your sleeves back on. And by the way, my last name is England, but I am from Alabama. Uh, but been a Patriots fan a long time. Because I said, is it Justin? Yeah, or Justin Justin England. England. So so it's Justin England. Uh, From Alabama. uh, From Alabama. England and Alabama, Uh, yeah. Take a couple. If I could talk, we'll take a couple quick calls. Get them off because we're coming up to the end. Uh, we'll start with Good for you guys, Bashan in New Jersey. <laughs> What's up, Bashan? Bashan, you still there? Oh, that's a shame. He was on the hanging out for like half an hour. Uh, Eldred's in North Carolina. Hey, Eldred. Eldred. Oh, what uh, in the name of Sam Hill? Well, Hardy had quite a day today. He yeah. talked about 11. We had about four of those, right? Four yeah. or five. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, that's going to be it for this edition of Patriots Unfiltered. I hope everyone has a good weekend. Big week. Uh, Big week next it's week. It's the last weekend yeah. before the, the big draft show. So we'll be on the air Tuesday, yep. and then Thursday is our draft show starting at 730, live from the Patriots draft party. It's going to be big. We'll see you Tuesday. Thank you for downloading this podcast. Subscribe on Apple, Google Play, and everywhere else you listen. 
Like the show? Please rate and review us. Listener comments and ratings help keep us high in the podcast rankings so new listeners can find us. Be sure to check Patriots.com for more news and more podcasts.